0: 2020 Society is in ruins
1: and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark
0: times,
1: three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they be. This is their story. The story of the side quest. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a very blue episode of the side quest podcast. And for the first time ever, the door is open in the studio. Also, my name is BJ. I'm Luke. And I'm Joe, E, E. Sure. I've never heard anyone legitimately call you Joe in real life. Either. So yeah, the, we
2: left the door open, and uh, you got in. This man wandered in. Yeah,
1: I tend to do that.
0: I was paid the greatest compliment of my life earlier when BJ said I'm like a real life Loki.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we had to get rid of Matt. Um, he was just too clingy, so. We, uh, he's gonna fucking hate that. we recast him and I can't wait. He's still going to edit the episodes because we need an editor, but Joey is the new Matt.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, he's we... still friendly, but like more in a way where you can get away from me if you want to.
1: That's yeah. That's, that's what we're looking for here.
2: Yeah. You passed the audition with flying colors.
1: Yeah. So, uh, what do you boys been up to? What have you been playing Luke?
2: Uh, fuck and all dude. I texted you. Oh yeah, through, you're, you're on Burnout this. City. I've, I have, like, uh, I so for a while I just went through like, like I had went because th- I played all of Yakuza Six in like a week. I, I ran, which through. which is a,
1: a very shitty time. Yeah, to power I, through. All I fucking at once.
2: hate that game, personally. I ran through that in a week. Played like a bunch of small games in between. Played all of Assassin's Creed Origins, and then I, in like a couple games before that too. But then it was just like I started playing Gaiden. And to to guidance credit, the game is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I have not like w- when playing it. It's the burnout that hits me, but like low key, like just punching dudes has never felt more fun in these games. With the exception, I would I would argue, I'm 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 early enough where I don't know which one I like better of Lost Judgment or this game. It's
1: uh, it's this game because when I, you get everything unlocked, the combat is just. Perfect. See, that's,
2: that's what I would say too about Lost Judgment. So I'm very interested to see where where I go with that because Lost Judgment, to be fair, also has four styles if you buy the, you know, the the good one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I like it a lot. But I just I'm I have like no motivation to play a game. Like the thought of picking up my controller and like sitting down to play a game for like even longer than thirty minutes is like, ugh. <coughs> excuse me. So I've hit burnout. But I I I since since the podcast last, I have beaten Assassin's Creed Origins with no desire to do the dlc which is the whole point of me playing that in the first place
0: uh and maybe she
1: didn't play assassin's creed so much you wouldn't be so burned out
0: well that's where you just gotta like take some advice from from you know john cleese and them and you know now for something completely different you just gotta try something totally out of your norm like like get the suika game play genshin no. I don't uh, think I, I don't uh, think you'll like Kenshin. I don't think you'll ever like you Genshin. You gotta
1: play that you gotta play those like steam meet and fuck games. But for no, like but I week. mean
0: legitimately, like try something completely new for you. Like you know, uh or, or even like a, a throwback. Like uh for I, me, I've my been, planned burnout game is Whisker Squadron.
2: I've been meaning possibly to, to jump into Super Mario RPG.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm gonna take a break from games for a, for a minute. I, I brought a, a book in uh today, so you I'm can gonna read. read. Yeah, I know, right? Holy Shocker. Shit. Uh
0: damn, my boy learned. <laughs> Alright.
2: Uh I'm probably just gonna r I, cause I, I also I I was watching um while playing uh Assassin's Creed and starting guide and I was watching the Netflix show The Last Kingdom. And I have I have like a few more episodes than the movie to get through, so I might as well finish that. But that was something I was doing on the side. And I really fucking love that show. I would argue I don't think it's I think in the longevity, if you include season eight and seven in the context, I think it's better than Game of Thrones just because it's consistently good all the way through. Uh-huh. Game of Thrones has higher highs, though. Well, uh, but uh, I would I think this show's great and I've heard the movies actually really fucking good.
1: Just piggybacking off of both the things you just talked about. I finished Gaiden uh, like two nights ago and I sent you guys a Snapchat of my crying eyes at the end of it.
2: It's like me when I finished 16.
1: Yeah. It was absolutely the best finale of any Yakuza game. Um, and, like, the the emotions are really there, and they're usually not that prevalent, especially when they reference previous games. But there's a lot of talk about, like, Yumi in this one, where Kiryu's like, I have nothing now, and she's all I can think about, and it's fucking sad. Uh, the... The scene where he like legitimately break down like breaks down and cries broke my fucking heart you'll get there and then um the the real final boss fight is after that like disillusion scene where Kiryu shows up again and like a dragon Mm -hmm. um it's like after that like Ichiban's party's already left (laughs) and the only people that are left are Kiryu um
2: Majima, Saejima, Sajima, Sajima, Sajima,
1: Daigo. Daigo, and um, the the big boss man. Okay. What's his name? Of the... Watase. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some shit really pops off and it goes crazy hard. Um, it's an amazing game. I just wish that the the ending was indicative of the rest of the game because a lot of it is just like we can't interfere with the story of like a dragon too much so we got to do some small scale shit
2: i I think that's just a problem with making intercool like games of like oh well this one's set between these two we are really fucked because we can't fuck up the two stories that exist previously so they have to adhere to six and seven so
1: the end of it though makes me excited for the future does and it does
2: it lead pretty well into into uh, infinite wealth?
1: Exceptionally, and uh, have you played the demo yet? I haven't. I you unlock it after you finish the game, okay. apparently, but um, people have data mined it, and you can download a mod that opens up the whole city now <laughs> for the demo, We just kind of fucked up. Yeah. So you can just fuck so,
2: around in the whole city.
1: Yeah, you can fuck around and do like shit that's not even supposed to be in the demo. Um, so the game seems like it's nearly done. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, it's coming out in, what, f- February, right? Yeah. It's the same month as Rebirth,
1: right? I think it's first quarter. But, yeah, it's it's insane, the work ethic that studio has. And on the Game of Thrones front, um, all the Starks are back in Winterfell. I've been smiling a lot. Are
2: you on season seven now?
1: Yes. Because John just went to see Daenerys. Okay, yes. And seven. it makes me hate Daenerys way more because it's like, why are you being such a cunt to John? Like John's the best guy in the world. That's and That's like gonna her
0: be... whole character arc is like be well, a cunt, soften it, up. Be a cunt, soften up. She just the, does it over and over again. The,
1: she has to be convinced every time to stop being a cunt. Yeah. The the, the, problem, the problem
2: that I, I have is that like and I in reading because I've been reading the books like slowly, which I, I think that's kind of my problem with the burnout is I was doing so much shit at once. Mm-hmm. I was like I was watching Game of Thrones, reading Game of Thrones, I'm playing this, I'm watching Last Kingdom, I'm playing another game, and that like I just did so much shit. I'm going to have to, like, slow down. But uh, the Game of Thrones books do a way better job of kind of explaining Daenerys, which I think most novels do because you get to get an insight you get in way
1: more inner dialogue.
2: She is a child. Like, fundamentally, I think yeah. she's 14? No. Yeah, she's 14 when she marries Drogo. She- and, like, Damn. the last thing that she, like, knows is that, like, all our family's dead, uh, and I'm being sold off so my brother can have an army. And, like, the only little bit of power she gets is from Drogo. And, like, you know, she stalks... I just want to say, this
1: is the third week in a row on the podcast I've gotten a call from Scam Likely.
2: She's trying to get in your dick, dog. This bitch named Scam.
1: Yeah. Have you seen... Well, you haven't seen Dungeons & Daddies. Have you seen Dungeons & Daddies? Yeah. I fucking love Dungeons & Daddies. Scam Likely.
2: (laughs) But, no, I I think Daenerys is way better in the books. Especially because season five is where it kind of starts to turn. So, like like in the in the books Sansa never marries Ramsay that's a thing that's original to the show um I'm pretty sure yeah it's been a while since I've read Dance of Dragons but Ramsay Bolton is like he's doing his thing uh Sansa is with uh Peter Baelish Littlefinger uh Jon just dead yeah uh which what a way to just end that book where you're like alright by the way here he's gone
1: also i have never written another one goodbye (laughs) yeah
2: It's taken me like eight plus almost a decade to write the next book.
1: I was in high school when the last one came out. I think
2: it's fucking wild. But uh, yeah, I honestly, I think I think the and also the books are not nearly as graphic as the show, which is hilarious to think about. Like they they talk about graphic shit more, but there's never like scenes where they have to like like you never have like a like there's sex scenes and there's things but there's never a moment where you're like all right and then here's this like heavily detailed rape scene we're gonna talk how how the knife slid through this dude's throat and broke it it's like this guy died stabbed like and but the, the a lot of the gruesome elements come from the characters after the fact mm-hmm. where they like reflect on something like the trauma yeah
0: and uh see that's like the difference between like good writing and sensationalist writing like that's the the product of these like fucking slender men behind the scenes at HBO they're just like yeah make it greasier yeah. Make get him stabbed harder. Yeah, I want to watch her scream. To, like, to, right, be, to
2: be fair, I will say that that probably helps Game of Thrones. Like, where you're like, oh yeah, here's Game of Thrones. It's this like dark fantasy epic, sure. and that was probably the way that they got people in. Because I, I will say, I think it got less graphic each season. Well, I'd say I don't know because yes the Battle no. of the
1: Bastards was pretty bloody. Yeah.
2: Fair, I guess. Which, and to be fair, Battle of the Bastards is another one where it's like that didn't happen in the books and. You can tell also that battle like I I don't know if you if you start to see this cuz I noticed it. The
1: cinematography went Amazing. way over the fucking roof for that.
2: The the battle season 6 is where characters start to have like plot armor. There is a very clear okay, Jon Snow is not dying. Like in these next like battles or whatever. Again. like you yeah, you can tell like through the battle of the bastards I'm like this is a great but I'm like he's not going to die. Like Jon's like in, in in a lot of older Game of Thrones seasons you legitimately fear because of the way that they kill off characters in special like th- they set they set the tone with Ned Stark and then like they're like people can die the
1: red wedding came out of nowhere yeah, for yeah red me. wedding
2: hit and like you're kind of like the
1: way Joffrey died I wasn't expecting
2: like you were literally sitting there going "I Sansa could die Arya could die everyone can can get these hands like it's a- anyone's fair game and then once they once they get to season six Jon kind of takes the role of
1: protagonist and i'm here for it. I don't, no, I don't, don't be wrong. I don't I'm give here a fuck. I, <laughs> I love that shit. I'm here
2: for it, but it's very it becomes Jon Snow's like this is his story now and everybody else kind of gets their arcs tied in with his.
1: Also the whole thing with uh you said that they had to predict something to be able to do the show. I think it's that Jon is uh Targaryen and Stark DNA. I think that's what they predicted.
2: You will find out in season eight, I think. Oh, I don't remember. I it's it's either tail end of season eight or tail end of season seven or beginning of season eight.
0: Okay.
2: Because what? Because they originally, I know originally, because what George, <coughs> R, I know what George R. R. Martin asked.
1: <laughs> you trying to cover up. <laughs>
2: the, <laughs> I know what jo- all George asked the two like what are whatever the fuck their names are. They called D and D was just like, who's the mom. And that's all that's all he asked them. Who's the mom? John's mom. Oh, the because he's the Ned's bastard that thing, so he asked them. So yeah, Leon. And and then it hit a long apparently this long-ass conversation. And I think they had they had three candidates that was of who the dad was. And it was Ned and two other characters. And I don't think George R. R. Martin ever told them they got it right.
1: Damn. Well, I like looking back on what is actually in the show it makes so much sense for Ned to keep that a secret just out of his own sense of honor to protect John and everything
2: also to protect his sister
1: yeah it just it goes so fucking hard and it fits in so well but Joey you haven't talked much what have you been up to
0: uh so i've been doing playing a lot of games uh playing dead souls uh yeah earlier yeah, so on the Steam Deck, I've been playing Dead Cells, Vampire Survivors, and Hollow Cure, mostly. Um, a little bit of Slay the Spire. Um, have you played of uh, Sea of Stars yet? No, I want to. It's on I, my list. I'm going to it during the winter. I have, I have
2: Chained um, Echoes on my Switch, and then yeah. I'm, I'm like tempted to just get Sea of Stars and say, fuck it. Because yeah. I really want to fucking play that, yeah, It actually. looks
0: awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to play it. I just don't know when. Um Same. Yeah, for Slay of the Spire, is the only reason I picked it up on the Steam Deck to begin with because it's already on the phone, and I think it plays just fine on the phone. I think it's a perfect type of game for that. But not it are isn't it dungeon
2: crawler card? Or yeah, it's, card? so it's a deck builder, okay. rogue like,
0: yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, it gets more involved than that, but it's one of those games where I really feel like uh, it's easy to underestimate how much you might like it. Like I, even people that don't like, for instance, my mom doesn't play video games and she loves that game.
1: Wasn't your dad, like, really into Risk of Rain because you got him into it?
0: No, no. No, no. That might be someone else. No, I've tried to get my dad into games. The only game he ever played was Pokemon Stadium. And that was just because he liked to pick Articuno because it hard-countered one of our favorites. (laughs) (laughs) So my dad was just a fucking troll. My dad used to think
1: he was really good at Smash, and then he would play with us and we'd whoop his fucking ass. Nice.
0: Yeah, I I don't think my dad ever... Well, uh, on the... Gosh, one of the old consoles. I think maybe in the N64, there was a Formula One game, and that was the only game he ever consistently beat us at other than Pokemon Stadium, and it was the only reason he beat us on Pokemon Stadium is because Articuna hard-countered one of our favorites. But anyway, um, yeah, so so Slay the Spire has, like, mods and things on the PC, like a lot of games do, but one of them lets you play as the, like, bosses from the game, and it's called, I think it's called, like, Descension, and, like, you start at the top of the tower, and you're going down instead. That's cool. And then, um they've got like a custom character that's been kind of like semi uh approved by the studio and so you can play as that so that that's pretty cool and that's that's one of the things that the steam deck has opened up for me as someone who's never really had a pc for gaming is the ability to play with a lot of these mods that i couldn't before
1: yeah it's it's opened a bunch of doors for me too because like i i always wanted to play sonic Robo Blast 2 yeah which is like a huge fan game for people that don't know and i was just able to download it move it over to like the steam folder or whatever and then i can get mods for that too where i can play as like spyro and all this weird shit and it's surprisingly easy to do once you yeah. get into it and that game's really fun and i wouldn't have had a chance to play it otherwise
0: well we, we live in the era of like youtube now where anything anything you mod want to scenes do. that's like difficult there's a tutorial for it like a step-by-step showing you everything the the
2: only thing that i've honestly think i want to mod at some point soon is doing a fall of new vegas run but like fix it yeah make it make it look a little better make it play a little better and then like
1: there's like full car mods and everything for that game
2: i want to i want to just kind of make it run and play like a actual really good fps because most of new vegas there though well there's a there's one where they're putting it where it's like small like movement stuff because that's my biggest thing. Is I mean,
1: Project is, New Vegas is also coming out.
2: Yeah, there's also a, a Miami New Vegas Fallout Four cross mod thing that's happening. Interesting.
0: Most of the stuff that I've seen has been like story based or asset based, but I haven't really seen any like gameplay fixes. But that'd be really cool. Like if you could get it to run smooth. Well, and, the when I say when I say Field
2: smooth, when I say smooth, it's not the stingy kind of Fallout where you have to rely on Vats. Like right, the fact yeah. that you could, which New Vegas already is a step above Fallout Three because you can Iron Sight a right. gun versus fall three is just kind of yeah yeah just, your head just kind <laughs> like, of like, mm-hmm. yeah like the gun is is here and then it's all of a sudden you just go mm-hmm. that's your zoom in and it's annoying as shit uh but then yeah new vegas the courier actually just goes oh let me look down this site real fast yeah. versus the the vault dweller is like uh i can't see that thing is that closer so i wanted i i know fall four has a shit ton of
0: mods you know what's a sick mod that you guys should check out. Have you ever heard of Pokemon Crown? No. So it's a mod of... I think it's Fire Red, But uh, it's like an auto-battler Pokemon game. Like, it totally redoes it. It's set in, like, kind of a medieval kind of setting. And you're just, like, a random knight that gets off of a ship. Um, they've got, like, quests and things you can do. You can catch a bunch of Pokemon. And then I think you can have a team of up to, like, eight Pokemon. And you kind of arrange them and then the battles you just kind of like hit go and like they'll like do whatever their actions are and you have to kind of like plan it like that like a like an auto chess kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's really cool. I, I liked it a lot. It, it's, I mean it's still in progress. I think you've only got up to like the first gym available to you now but it's really neat.
2: Honestly, Pokemon and Sonic having like these high tier fan game like cultures one of which is frowned upon one is heavily like do it. Yeah. um yeah it's so interesting because I feel like and it's it's funny because I feel like the Pokemon fan games come out and become these huge hits out of spite yeah whereas the Sonic ones are out of like legitimate love for the character because like you have project 06 which is people going let me like we we see promise in 06 let's make it the game that it should have been I
1: think Sonic is also like Sega supports that so much because that's how they got Christian Whitehead. -hmm. And without him, they wouldn't have made a shit ton of money on Mania.
0: And Sega's, like, struggling with, like, the mainstream gaming overall, and they have for years. So I feel like it's kind of in their interest to go a little against the grain and do the the off the beaten path kind of stuff.
2: It's funny because I loved it when
1: Sony was doing that, like, in the PS3 era, but now they're like, fuck you. They
2: kind of had to in the PS3 era, right? Because, like, because the PS3 was dying like compared to the 360 which to be fair is because they what was it wasn't the ps3 priced at 600 bucks launch i think so yeah yeah which is That's more insane. than what a ps5 is at launch which is wild but um well
0: it's part of what sparked the whole like launch consoles at a loss thing yeah because they struggled until they cut the price
2: and that one i what what hit them harder was even when it was like oh they'll they they even said they'll buy it we're sony like they're gonna buy our console because yeah. what what other option they have? Right. And then 360. 360- Not the first time they've done that. Yeah. And then the 360 drops, and it's like, ah, oh, shit
0: that's the sony cycle is like they they get one win and then they let it go to their heads and they get fucking cocky and then just shoot the, the problem the
1: problem i mean with... xbox started to do that too when the xbox one launched well that's why yeah. this
0: whole console generation has been weird because sony did the get too cocky getting their own head thing and then microsoft also dropped the ball and it's like they're both just sitting there with their hands in their pockets. i think microsoft
1: actually played it like too safe like which is a weird thing to say because i love the xbox I love the UI and everything that it can do and the backwards compatibility and everything, but it's like what what's the difference between this and an Xbox One?
0: Well, I mean there there's a lot of upgrade. I think the biggest thing for them is is the the lean into the Game Pass stuff. But the the biggest thing is there's so much you couldn't control about this last like launch era like COVID. COVID, I mean, shit scalpers. just got so delayed. Yeah. yeah, scalpers. But the thing that they could control they just absolutely squandered. Halo should not have launched the way it did. No, it did. that's the and, and they and still and then
2: afterwards, Redfall, and they still delayed it. Yeah, like, this thing, Halo, was supposed to launch with the console, and then they said delayed it. So I'm like, what the fuck would it have looked like on launch? Right. Yeah. And honestly, they should have canceled Redfall. Yep. That game should have just been like, especially well, especially when the team behind it wanted it to be canceled, and instead they're like, nope, keep going, we'll launch it. it I has seen to come it out here. things
0: on that though because I've seen like things where like, I think it was actually Phil Spencer was saying like. Oh, we wanted to be really hands off and kind of let them, you know, sink or swim on their own. And then, you know, kind of after that, we've decided that this is not, this is not what we do with with first party titles anymore. First party titles are going to be a he- lot more heavily scrutinized going forward.
2: Which is good. Which is what they should have done. Like, say what you want about Sony's first party lineup, but they are very much like they they demand a certain level of quality. Yeah. Like, I I forget which game it was, but they they don't give them deadlines. I think God War Ragnarok did not have a hard concrete deadline of it has to come out here. It was, we'd like it to be in this era. Where are y'all at with it? And they're like, because originally God of War Ragnarok was supposed to be the second of a trilogy. Yes. And then they, they were like, it's taking too long. And we like Corey Barlog was like, I I'm going to be out of here before this trilogy is finished. So he's like, well, let's just do everything in one game. They went to Sony offered the idea. And they're like, yes, go for it. And they let them do that. And I think it helped with Ragnarok. Spider-Man two is beginning a lot of love. Yep. Because Insomniac got the time they needed to develop it. Whereas you look at a game like Redfall, and it's like, again, again, Redfall, to be completely fair, Redfall is a game that was under the ZeniMax era of, of Bethesda before they got bought. And then Microsoft then was like, ah, that yeah. looter shooter, they get perfect Game Pass game, throw that shit on there. And they're like, F- we don't want to. Like, th- how many people, I forget the actual article, and I think it was Jason Schreier who put out that, like, yeah, people left Arcane because of Redfall they're like we don't want to fucking make this game I'm, I'm out. like I'm leaving like I've been here since Dishonored 1 and I'm out and yeah like, it sucks because like that that could have just been like cancel that game take the assets and make something else yeah. and instead it was just like I don't know y'all do you I guess and you know we got what we got I think it's also the problem with Starfield because I think Starfield what I like I really do like Starfield I think it's probably like oh it wasn't a It wasn't a rush issue, it was just more like, I definitely think that that game, if it was a lot more scrutinized under Microsoft, might have, at least, and to be fair, again, another game that was before Microsoft's time.
0: I think Starfield is a more fundamental issue, is nobody, nobody stepped back and said, should we be doing this game this way? Yeah. Like, they were too obsessed with, like, oh, we want to have all these worlds, oh, it's so cool that there's this many, and it's like people don't play a game for the number of things they can do they play a game for the things that are worth it and it's like there's so much of starfield that's just empty and this is coming from somebody who i, I beat starfield 10 times and no, i guess the following campaigns are truncated but i have beat it 10 times and you know maybe my third playthrough in i started to feel like it was a chore and as part of that is the way i was playing i, I admit that but I mean it's just
1: I mean doing the same thing over and over again I feel like would give you that feeling no matter what after yeah, a while.
0: But there there's there's zero incentive to do anything other than what I did. Yeah, I mean except for the like random chances at mixed up universes, like that would have been cool. Star Starfield chances too low.
2: Starfield has a problem and I feel like a lot of games are having this problem. A lot of a lot of newer IPs are having this problem where it's like Oh, this is the next thing that they did after this one, and this one had a lot of problems, so we're gonna answer those problems with this one. Like, Assassin's Creed Mirage came out, and it's like, oh, Valhalla's biggest complaint. is too bloated, too big, too much shit to do. There's a lot. Alright, Mirage can be beaten in, in 12 hours. There's, like, zero side content with maybe, like, a couple, like, quests. It's like, this is the shortest thing they've done since Rogue. And it's like, that's weird. You go to Starfield, it's like, man, people hated... The base building mechanic and how it was kind of like almost forced upon them. They hated like these few things. They hated the voice protagonist. So all right, base building completely optional. You do not have to touch it not once ever in the whole. In Fallout 4, you have to you have to, to
1: get to the institute. Yeah. You have oh, to really? do base building stuff.
0: Oh, yep. uh, Okay. Yeah. So it, so it was, it was part I of wanted the game too though. Before I found out what it was. What's what I am saying is like yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah,
2: the, it's it's that thing where like every, it feels like Starfield was like hard like oh, shit, we have to make an answer to Fallout 4 and, to Sky- and like, to Skyrim to an extent because, like, well, Skyrim, when it came out, was, like, the best thing. Well, I'm not saying in general Skyrim itself. I'm saying the they were trying, I think, to compete with what most people complain about Bethesda games nowadays because, like, Skyrim's a great game. People love it. But when you look at, like, the modern discourse of Skyrim, it's like your choices don't matter. Very shallow. From
1: what I've seen, it just felt mostly like they were trying to fix Fallout 4's issues in a different game.
0: They did a lot of that though. That's the thing. If if it was all on one planet, it would have been a better, different Fallout.
2: Or or but if it, or if you truncated think, it to like I don't know. Even a couple of Like yeah. If there were six like here, if you really if you really needed your procedural generation shit, you have six planets that are important to the story in the world that are have their built-in worlds make them maps if you have to but you can explore them and then give like 14 other planets or just the procedural yeah. generation land whatever if you just had 20 I don't need an entire fucking solar system
0: what it comes down to is they wasted so much time on the idea of the game that they didn't stop to make the game good it's, yeah. it's all a lot of these modern games could benefit from the, the peanut butter jelly thing where you know you're in like middle school or whatever and they're like right down the steps to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich and Bread, and, you peanut know, butter, jelly. Well, Done. so you, you say yeah. that, but, you know, then if they follow it literally, it's like, okay, there's just the things on the table. So you have to get into the weeds and do the details. If you, do, if you look at Starfield like that, it's like, oh, cool space game. You're going to go to this planet to do something cool. And then you're going to, you know, go somewhere else. What it amounts to is talk to this person. You can't fast travel. So you've got to run back to your ship, get you into can? the ship Fast travel to the planet. You can fast travel to your ship. Not if you're encumbered. Oh. Travel to the planet. Get out of the ship. Run to the thing. Do the actual interesting thing for three minutes. And then run back to your ship. Get into the ship. Fly to the thing. Get out of the ship. Run to the thing. Talk to the guy. Collect your rewards. It's it's too many little bullshit steps and not enough of the good part. You have to have some of the bullshit to direct the game, but there's too much in between. It's too broken up. It totally ruins your immersion. Mm. That's that's the magic of Skyrim. Skyrim is not the best game, but Skyrim is a big open world of bullshit where you can be going to do something you're supposed to do and then see something cool and go do that. And maybe there's a loading screen when you go into the cave but beyond that there's really not much loading there's really not much break in your engagement with the game and that's that's a big part of what keeps it so interesting
2: yeah i i like to the point like i think another thing is that they didn't also detail some stuff right because like in in uh, starfield like you have to like i for the longest time i thought well i have to go to the star map to plot my courses you can do all that just from the, the cockpit of your ship. You don't have to press oh, yeah, start yeah. and do that. I didn't know that. Well, you don't even like, have to
0: go to the cockpit of your ship. If you're not encumbered, you can be on the ground and say, hey, I want to you click your mission and you click, I want to go there.
2: Yeah. So, and, and it's the thing where it's like, oh, I didn't know any of that because the game never fucking told me.
0: Yeah. It doesn't. And that, tell that's you another
2: it, thing. It, the game will not tell you, like, really important things that would actually help well, in terms of immersion or, like, even just, like, oh, this goes by faster.
0: And even if the zone is small... Why in the hell is there no minimap?
2: Yeah, that's another thing that pisses me off a lot too. Is
0: like, and it's where's like, the minimap? Oh, we want to keep it immersive. I'm in the fucking future. You mean I don't have a cell phone with a map on it? I don't have fucking ways. Like, that-
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one thing I wanted to bring up about like turning in missions. A lot of that could just be done over like codec calls.
0: Yep, <coughs> and that would be so much better. Cause there have been times where I've had a couple. How many
1: missions. times have you done
2: that in in Cyberpunk? Where you beat a gig, right. and you immediately just call the guy and go, y'all, I finished. All right, sick,
0: dude. No, like, Even all right, cool. Like, Money's on a, a car, Yeah. It's like you pull it up on your phone. You're like, hey, I want to buy this yeah. car. And they're like, all right, it's going to be this many Eddies. You got the scratch. And I was like,
1: yeah, bitch, I got the scratch. You got the it's scratch, chooom. Like, you right,
0: got the go Eddies. download that car. <laughs> you wouldn't download
2: a car, would you?
0: Honestly,
2: I it's... Starfield came out at the worst time because I really feel yep. like... Because not only did you have Cyberpunk 2.0, you had Baldur's Gate.
0: It, Two Cyberpunk very 2. Opposite, opposite sides
2: so of, the, of the RPG genre that showed both sides. Like, yeah, Starfield is like... Very much like a five out of ten, per- legitimately the definition of like mid. I like it. I like to point out. I love I, Starfield. No, yeah, I enjoy. I, I, it's I the think most some of the mid. Side Bethesda the game
0: are really cool.
2: Have you done Reunion Industries? Because that one was no, really fun. I need to. I, I actually really fucking. Lo- I, I the thing is, to. I I didn't do it until I like leveled the fuck out of my stealth.
0: Well, I didn't have any stealth, and that's yeah, the main reason yeah. I've been putting it off. Is I, I, I've, I've put been leveling like pistols and shit. I I really liked the ships.
2: I really liked the the Crimson Fleet stuff too. That, that was, was cool. Really, even
0: though even though it's one of those things where it's like it's overly edgy. Yeah, of course. It's like every single person is like, you're an idiot. You absolute piece of shit. If you can handle this, you might get an ounce of respect from us, but right now you're the turd on my shoe. And then like you do the mission and it's like, well, you're still just above a turd, which is... Uh, bug. <laughs> it's like okay, like, yeah. all right. It's 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 like it's it's overly like, edgy it, bullshit, but it was still entertaining. Well, what,
2: what made it entertaining is Starfield in general has that like sci-fi B movie feel of yeah. its story. Yeah. So everything like like all oh, the Rangers in in space. What are they? Fucking cowboys. Yeah. All of them. It's all oh, just your stupid stereotype. Yeah, it's, it, like 80s it, it's like eighties movie. It's so yeah. good. Like that again. Like with most Bethesda games, the best content is your like. Companion quest line, like the 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 yeah yeah stuff,
0: but the main story was so bad in comparison to other Bethesda stuff that I think it stood out on top of all the loading and stuff. I will say, have you
2: have you finished the main story? The main I I have not finished it, but I know the spoilers.
0: Okay, there's like three missions near the end of the main story that are really 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 cool, and you can only get to do them as part of the main story. Mm. One of them has three possible endings, which I did not realize. I I do
2: I I do like I did. I'm gonna I will say this. In, in Starfield, I actually had a holy shit moment when I met the two like fuckers in the ship.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because I didn't expect that yeah. at all, and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. That, they do
0: some things so yeah, well. Yeah,
2: that's what makes Starfield so infuriating. Because like, like I said, I do like this game, but it's like there's some like it has really high highs in certain areas, but it exactly. has low lows.
0: That's why I, I will not pre-order it. I will not jump on it day one. But I'm really I have high hopes for a Starfield too. I have high I hopes for Elder Scrolls Six. Six. There, it will of course. Elder Elder Scrolls. The thing is, I have, I, with all the ups and downs, I've loved mm, all the other Elder Scrolls. Yeah. That I've played at least.
2: I I think Star, I think the one thing they're going to learn from Starfield specifically for, for Elder Scrolls Six is definitely going to be like, okay, what like what we did here was like the companions all were had one morality. We can't do that again. We have to make like. I don't know, because I think. I don't know, because Starfield's so weird that I don't think you should look at it in Elder Scrolls 6 in in the same book, except that they're just Bethesda games. One is a sci fi space epic, the other should be a dark. I'm assuming, like, dark fantasy esque kind of storyline, because if they're going to follow trends like they seem to want to, right now, in terms of fantasy, it's like dark fantasy is like the kicker, like the king of whatever. Like, you look at things like The Witcher.
0: Well, that's why I think they should do something along the lines of Oblivion, where you've got your regular high fantasy, but then you've got your whole, like, Daedric, overworld, whatever, that you can go into, and then they can make it. They can do a mix of the two.
2: Cause Sky- oh, Well, I think Skyrim was a pretty good mix, because it was, it was definitely the... It, and I think it's just because of how the game presents itself. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, Skyrim sucks. It's a shit place to live. Look how... Look at everywhere. There's dragons everywhere. That sucks. Oh, you go to Riften... Dude, you're to cutthroat city. You're getting stabbed. You go to Windhelm, racism. They literally have the Dark Elf Street. That's like the most grossest looking part in the game. And you're like, damn, this sucks. Like Skyrim sucks, <laughs> and a, as a place to like explore. But it, but there was all that like mysticism and magic of high fantasy. Yeah. Mixed it, cause like when you got the Elder Scroll for the first time, and did the fucking mission where you're like, let me use this thing, and you see into the past. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. This is crazy. Or like anytime you walk into like a fucking crypt and things start moving and like opening up and you're like, what the fuck am I in? Like whoa, like that's cool. I I will say the I
1: think Berserk does that the best. The so, mix of dark and high fantasy. Well,
2: the, the thing that berserk the thing is Berserk does high fantasy as a dark fantasy. Yeah. Like, the, like, the thing is, Berserk is the best dark fantasy because unlike like, unlike your Lord of the Rings, which is, like, the pinnacle of high fantasy, or, like, your your Stormlight Archive, Wheel of Time, whatever, Berserk is, like, fuck that. We're grimdark to the point of it's borderline torture porn, but we're gonna have that high fantasy hope? Well, that's what I'm saying. Borderline in the sense that there is this tinge of, like, there is a high fantasy level where you're, like, I want to see, like, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain, but, like, Berserk is depressing as shit, but there is like this undercurrent of like Guts is still fighting though.
1: But also like there's it takes like 200 chapters to get there, but they actually start doing like the elves and fairies type shit and there's like elfheims and fairy queens and all this shit and it's like okay, you just weren't exposed to this before yeah. because you were so in the dark side of this world. It's very, I think, yeah, very I, good.
2: I, I, I definitely wonder what Elder Scrolls Six is going to... Because I guarantee it's Todd Howard's last game.
0: I hope so. I think that's going to be what... I think we need to see kind of a little bit of a renaissance in gaming where we fucking kick Bobby Cockdick to the road.
2: Well, didn't he already get parachuted out? Or He's until
0: January something.
2: Because I was going to say, isn't Phil Spencer going to take his spot for a while? Because Sarah Bond's becoming uh, head of Xbox. I don't know I think, about that. I think, I think Phil is, is going to take over until... They can find someone to take over Activision.
0: But what I want to see is, after he leaves, I want to see... A year without COD? Well, sure. I mean, whatever. I I want to see all these these used-to-be-greats make Mm -hmm. a comeback. I want WoW to be good again. I want Call of Duty to be good again. I want to look forward to Diablo. I want to look forward to a new Overwatch anything. And... I've heard good things around each of these games, but there's been so much bullshit with Blizzard Activision, it's become, and I'll believe it when I see it. So I I really, I want to see that kind of thing where we see a shift towards more consumer-friendly games. Because, I mean, that's kind of what happened, what, 10, 15 years ago? We had a bunch of weird, money-grubby, bullshit shovelware games come out, and then all of a sudden, good games started coming out. And it sold consoles. It moved hardware. It, it you know, it, it shaped people's childhoods. You I know? think.
2: I think the problem is, and while I like the game, I do think it has negatively affected the industry. Is Fortnite, because now well, everybody wants Fortnite money, without doing what Fortnite did, which was start from borderline nothing.
0: I think it started it, but I think the Chinese game solidified it. Yeah. The, 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 any, really, any gotcha? Because well, you look at Diablo Immortal, you will be hard pressed to find anyone with a positive opinion on diablo immortal and yet it outsold every other diablo on its first day by like tenfold
1: which is fucking just because it could insane
0: just because it could it's it's so ill-managed that the guy that spent the most money literally put himself into an mmr where he could not match with other people Wow. <laughs> he spent too much money so he could not so he, play multiplayer. So the game was
1: unplayable. <laughs> literally. Well, literally. It,
0: it, and it's not
2: even it's not <sighs> even with Chinese games. Ubisoft's most successful game in well, yeah. years is Assassin's Creed Valhalla because they fucking treated it like a live service game despite it being a single player RPG. But that's they, what free They're updates, all, content, yeah. microtransactions, all this shit and it's it Valhalla made them billions of dollars. It outsold everything they've done. It's the highest. It's the highest uh, profit Assassin's Creed game. It's the highest profit Ubisoft game, but behind maybe Rainbow Six. Like it's it's un it's fucking uncomfortable how much money that game made. When you actually look at it, and it's like this game is like low key kind of mid, except it's just a really good Viking game. But like that's it it's long as shit, it's bloated, it's got too much like content, but like, holy fuck did it make them a shit ton of money, and it's like they're not gonna
0: not chase that. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the problem. Is I, I really hope these type of games need to have their, their kind of shine wear off in the public eye because the only reason they make that kind of money is because it's popular. So, if nobody picks it up in the first place because Assassin's Creed has a bad rap now well, it doesn't matter if you've got that monetization system; you're not going to make that money. Mm. So, I think it's that's kind of why. Yes, Fortnite kind of started it off, at least in Western games. But I really hope Fortnite continues to succeed in that they have probably the most consumer-friendly gotcha model.
2: because it's it's literally
0: just like granted it's it isn't just buy the skin; it's like you still have to buy
2: the currency. But it's yeah. like if if you if you're smart with your shit, you should never have to pay for much because if you buy one battle pass complete the battle pass fuck don't fuck with skins in the store next season you can buy the battle pass with whatever you earned in said battle pass
0: you know how diablo's works how if you buy one battle pass yeah and then you buy another battle pass yeah then you finally have enough coins to get a third battle pass for free whoa oh and then here comes the fourth one you are two coins short
1: of the four wow. Battle pass. Oh, <laughs> oh,
0: Fuck off.
2: <laughs>
1: That's fucked up. There, honestly, there's... Isn't that one guy that can't play with anybody is like, well, I have to pay for it.
0: Oh, this wasn't even Immortal. This was this is Diablo 4. four yeah. I
1: didn't even know Diablo 4 had Battle yes. passes. Yes, yeah. everything
2: does, and it sucks. Fucking yeah. Diablo 3 had one. And Although I'm, that was added after the okay like season 13. I'm okay with it 13. as an
0: idea. But I think... Because I, I really do think the games need a to way to, to make... Continued money, but I think it, there's there's a point where it becomes an unacceptable.
2: Warzone uh, Warzone had one that I thought was really interesting. Instead of a battle pass idea, it was like here's this just map, and you have a start point and an end point, but you can get whatever you want on your like at like in any order. Like you don't have to like risk okay it of that. like oh you have like the oh getting a tier sixty is where the good shade and onward it's Like no, if you want to just get the skins you want. It's a very clear line of get there and you can not fuck with like little tags or weapon whatever or if you're like oh I want to get currency cool like there, there is, is a Fortnite way to would go. just
1: open up the, the star system where you could just buy everything whatever you want instead of just you have to get to level 100 to get yeah. Doom Guy.
0: so what they've talked about with Overwatch is they're going to continue the um like they'll, they'll take pass skins and they'll randomly put them in the store or whatever so you can kind of buy them that way if you just want to buy them outright but then if you get their battle pass at the end of the season you get a mythic skin or whatever which is like a high tier skin for a lot of people it's like well i you know i play one or two characters if the mythic skin is not for that character what's the point so now what they're going to let you do is when you, you get to that point one. you can yeah you can get the current one or any of the past ones i kind of like that's nice. i think that's fine
2: I, I kind of like Fortnite's commitment to them saying if anything's been in a battle pass, it will not be in the shop. They'll they'll be variants or like different versions, like 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 drift. I like it skin. when
1: they do, uh, like there's a licensed character, like you can you get, you got to get Aaron Jaeger in the battle pass, but if you just want to buy Mikasa, just go for it.
2: Yeah, well, like that stuff. Yeah, too, like they did it with JJK, where it's like here's all the stuff. Yuji you have to complete a, a set for, but like. In, in like case of point Drift was like the first like season four character mm-hmm. and they've done variations of like here's the female version the Halloween the Drift but goes yeah, hard it really does but like they have all these different ones but like Drift himself has never been in the store and will never be in the store they've made a point where like he is battle pass only and it's for the people who bought the battle pass and grinded it out to get
1: I wish and they I, would I do legacy like, battle passes like Halo does
2: see and that's another thing if, man, I wish Halo was better than it was, because I actually really fuck with their Battle Pass style, which is, it never goes away, if you bought it, you can complete it however you want, whenever you want, fuck For it. For me,
0: that's fine, like, I, as long as it's... I really don't care how a Battle Pass mm-hmm. or any of that's monetized. Just, lo- just as long as it's worth it. As long as as it's it. cosmetic only.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, 100%, yeah.
0: Cosmetics As, as, as is, soon as it affects the gameplay, yeah, I'm totally... I'm done with it. Yeah. I'm not touching that crap.
1: That's why whenever I buy a Fortnite Battle Pass, I always finish it because it's always just okay. Nothing is going to change about how I play the game, right? Except you know I'll play longer, and at 3 a.m. I'll start getting really pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: well, and that's the thing is, it's like there's there's always going to be the whales, and you can't you can't really base your overall on that because they represent your like kind of I'm... your your top your cap. They're always going to spend the most money always. And so I'm totally fine with these game companies putting whatever out there where you can keep spending money. That's I'm fine with that. Get your money, whatever.
2: Just As long as but, it doesn't affect the actual game itself,
0: right? And for yeah. people who want to spend a reasonable money for light spenders, they should feel good about what they're doing.
2: I will say that is one thing that I hate about uh, Call of Duty is weapon blueprints are aggressively good. Like if you buy, yeah. like for a while when I was playing Warzone with Call, with Modern Warfare One. There was an Arctic something skin submachine so gun that the attachments on it were just broken. So it was quite literally go to the store, buy the gun. You're gonna shred in Warzone and or multiplayer. It was just it was a meta for like a month. That it's like this gun, and then it went out of the store, and people who missed it now don't have the best gun in the game, or you have to unlock the attachments yourself. Yeah. But yes. you still can. But it's like or just buy the gun and get the cool skin and the attachments. And it was, like, it's kind of Keep talking.
1: I need to change it over to the other program so we can see the timer.
2: It's, uh, the little record one is 45 minutes, at least on that front. Oh. Where where do you see that on there? The red on the bottom right. right.
1: Oh.
0: So that's, yeah, that's... Oh,
1: fuck me, I guess. Well, I've I've noticed it, like, a couple times. (laughs) Yeah, dude, the sign has always been red.
0: You are colorblind? Really? (laughs) No. It's common in men. You can admit if you are. I'm not. (laughs) Oh.
1: I know what colors are. (laughs) What color is this? (laughs) Same color as my asshole in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Battle passes. You guys want to talk about GameStop? Yeah, let's get a little. Let's look at GameStop. What's that? It's that place that we met at. <laughs> oh, it's that terrible spot that I blocked we
0: blocked mo- it up. <laughs> oh, coming back to me.
1: <laughs> so I that place where we met some of the most wretched people we've ever met.
2: Oh my god! I so I've never fun fact I've never actually worked with BJ.
0: I don't think maybe one shift. I think you did when I was over it cuz we had BJ as a helper.
1: Yeah, we I think I covered a shift for somebody and you were there and we had like one together, but it was very short. Oh, yeah,
2: well, cuz when fun. I got hired, I think we worked one shift and then you went to the uh Spring Hill store.
1: Yeah, cuz I was like, "Hey man, you really love this job." And then I was like, "I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> I'm going to another GameStop."
2: Yeah, no. GameStop <clears throat> was wild. It it's yeah. it's funny cuz like realistically, I liked the job. Because I liked the people I worked with, and I actually liked some of the customers.
1: I mean, the time in which me and Joey started, I don't know if this is the same for you, but it was still when it was like, oh, the company will give you little incentives for doing things, like other developers will send game codes to the stores so you can try them out and everything, and then that aggressively fell off like a year after.
0: And also, that was before all the crazy inflation, like it was easier to live on the crap pay, um, they had more staff god when i started i mean most sundays we had three or four people
2: yep and i don't think i've ever, Saturdays I, we had
0: three people and i don't weekdays, think i ever worked there was always two
2: i don't think, think i ever leaves. worked a shift with more than one person and it was always i opened guy comes in for like three hours 30 maybe. minutes or something yeah, and yeah, then and you then gotta then, leave and then they I, close well they come in i go 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 to break get my food come back uh then like 30 minutes they go on break come back and then in 30 minutes I leave yeah, see, this yeah. Is,
0: the problem with that part is that GameStop upper management has no idea what they're doing and nobody has an incentive to do things right so they literally just follow whatever trends is going on in the rest of corporate America and yeah. so all of a sudden everyone starts cutting hours because that's the thing you can control and so GameStop's like
2: whoa that sounds good it, it's funny because I really wish that we had like it's the same thing with uh, any corporate like to me yeah. It's not how it works, but it should be if you work a corporate job, you should work at least, like, two weeks as a standard dude on the floor. Yeah. Find sure. out how a store works. Yeah. See the problems, see the things. And then when you jump into corporate, you go, okay, how do we make this effectively work? And it's there's not going to be an easy scenario. Like, there are going to be some things where it's like, this sucks, but this has to happen. Yeah. But, like, there's some things that are very easily fixable that all it that all it takes is, like, why do you all do it like that? Exactly. Oh, that's weird. You know, and then it's like... All it takes is yeah one corporate dude to like if they would just work in a store, they'd see like oh this is not, like I I can imagine like if a corporate dude had to try to sell those fungal pops he'd be like get rid of them get them out the fucking yeah. Yard.
1: The biggest thing for me was the giant mystery surprise eggs. Mm. Someone bought one in Spring Hill one day and then the next day we received eleven of them in Distro. I,
2: I sold one of the Power Rangers Goldar figures, and I have a picture somewhere on my phone. I got twenty in a distro box because I sold one Jesus and I was like where the fuck do you want me to put all this, like, this is I, I had to clear oh, off dog. the whole
1: top shelf and just line it with surprises yes. I
2: hated that because they were like oh he sold one clearly there's a demand here give him the rest of them
0: because well, it, it's the algorithm was so shitty all it was was based on movement whoever yeah. had the most momentum and so the small stores that only started with one it's like oh they sold 100% of their available stock let's go ahead and give them 20-30 more Yep. It's like, oh my god! It's, I think that's a big problem with GameStop as a whole is their inventory management is so fucked. They oh, spend awful. so much money, and the website shipping just has never stores worked. And stuff, yeah. I, it's so dumb.
2: Every I, I honestly, that was my my least favorite part of like GameStop was having to deal with Distro.
1: D- taking see, in Distro was fine. Well, yeah. taking, the it, fucking customers. That didn't know what they were talking about at all, ever, yeah. were the worst part.
2: Well, when I say distro, I mean, hey Lance. Uh, Guest I appearance mean, uh, by Lance. What's up, Lance? This is the first Ooh, time he's been on, on camera. He?
1: No, he came in with Carmen that time.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, that true.
1: What's up, buddy? You like my new boots?
2: Lance. But, um just sweet dog. When I say inventory is when you open up the box and you look and you're like, what the fuck is this?
1: Like 84 assorted mystery boxes.
2: No, the worst one is you get the big ass box full of bubble wrap. And it's one thing. Yeah. And you're like, why the fuck? What? And it's like a pokeball like container that I'm like, great. I'm not going to sell this until black Friday. And like, that was the worst is you knew in your head what's going to sell and what was going to sit on the shelf till it got pennied out. And it's like, this sucks. That's what I mean. Yes. What you're talking about though is the uh, the customer base. My favorite were the people who just straight up didn't know what they were talking about. They were yeah, asking for a certain play. game. Yeah. That, did I, I think I, think I might have told you this. I don't know if I told you this, but there was a, a mom who came in asking for Mario Kart on the Xbox.
1: Yeah, Mario on Xbox. That's the that's the telltale sign of a GameStop. I, I got play.
2: I got this idea from a YouTuber who had also worked at GameStop and I just hit her with the I like I I typed it in. I was like I don't think we have that at the moment. I'm sorry about that. Like you know, it's you know Christmas time. Whatever inventory is all out of whack. Um, you could try Walmart. Um, I know it's I know they're not known for the video games, but they typically have a better deal with like Nintendo and with Microsoft, so You might be able to find it there. I would just any time that it was like just send
1: them away. Send
2: them to Walmart because they they don't give a shit. They'll tell them straight to their face. You're an idiot. So I'm like, let them get yelled
1: at and deal with that bullshit. I'm not dealing with it. I had a guy come in on Black Friday with a opened copy of Breath of the Wild and uh, he came came up to the counter and he was like hey I need to return this and I was like oh well it's opened did you get the game protection which is a fucking scam Mm -hmm. and um, he was like oh no I didn't but it's broken I was like okay let me take a look at it I opened it up and there were child sized teeth marks penetrating the cartridge and I was like there's nothing I can do about this. And he threw a goddamn fit.
0: Yeah. that's So that's the thing. Like, I, I really, honestly, the the Mario on Xbox people did not bother me that, that much. They were just There's idiots. always going to be family yeah. that just does, it's not. I had a lady come in asking for
1: a squirrel like, plushie one time. Yeah, sure. And I was like, what the fuck? I, why, why would I yeah. have a squirrel? And she was like, well, do you have a uh, Sore then? <laughs> right. And I so was she, like, okay. oh, squirrel. actually, yes, I have all three <laughs> <So>. of them. <laughs>
0: But yeah, that, that that never really bothered me as much as the people who... Threw a fit. Will, well, no, will, where you'll tell them, hey, this thing doesn't exist, and then they'll fucking argue with you. And they're like, no, I saw it on YouTube. And it's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, the closest the closest that I came to eat my own shoe on that was, was there was a game that was uh, digital only, and I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it does not exist on this console. And then from then on I got in the habit of googling you know the game because I was like okay I'll give them the benefit of the doubt you know is this maybe a, con- a digital only thing but you know it, it th- some people just have such an attitude about it for no reason it's like you either I got been... scammed or you're just confused and it's like why are you coming at me about this
2: I mean to ask you because I remember yeah. uh, when I got my Xbox Series X when you worked at uh, the Cool Springs one uh, you had like said like hey there's only five or whatever and I was able to, because cause you pretty much, uh, you had like sneakily let me know that we might be getting some, you know, maybe yeah. if I were, if, if I were to like say, it was like a, you know, very much not subtle way of what saying. One of those Joey yeah.
1: play it safe things. Yeah.
2: And um I, I got there and it was like, we have 10 Series X's in stock. It's, it's a line of people. These are the 10. And it was like, I was there, a bunch of people were there. And then these two dudes came in after you had and you had already like handed out a little like card sticky note or whatever that was like the yeah UFC. like the receipt with yeah. the yellow printed yes. paper on it but like i don't think it was pre-order wise cuz this was a another like
1: right it was yeah. just ring through yeah
2: and so uh he i'm pretty sure you had let the guys know like hey it's limited quantity these guys had the last one or whatever and i was like first in line so i didn't get to see it but i had texted you later and i've been meaning to like i wanted to ask you the full detail but these two dudes like full on yelled at you apparently cuz you're like i don't have an xbox series x
0: Oh, I don't remember ah, damn. I got yelled I, at so many it,
2: times it, yeah, by that's so that's a
1: fucked up thing you get yelled at yeah. so often that it just becomes white noise
2: my oh, my favorite one is one with me, with me and DJ uh this dude this dad came in and he's like approached going like bathroom I we need the bathroom and yeah. I got response to I me mean, it was like we don't have one cuz we shared with uh, you're not
0: suppo- I mean you have to walk through the stock room that's yeah, the yeah where the fucking ours. consoles it's are it's not like we're just being like dicks about yeah. it it's like it's, it's a literal inventory issue if you wanted to you could grab an Xbox and keep going out the back like it's for us we had a bigger problem than most yeah. stores do yeah and, yeah and then
2: it was that and then he just ran out the door and I'm like okay and I, I turned to DJ I'm like I don't know I don't know what and he's like you, you're you fine like you, there wasn't anything we do he comes back in like 15 minutes later and he's like hey man I understand you're trying to do your job but when a kid's about to shit his pants you don't go on protocol alright you gotta help out and I and fuck I'll, you, shit them pants. Yeah, well, and and I, if and your kid's about to shit his pants,
1: not my fault. You're the dad. Yeah. You
0: find the bathroom. Yeah. idiot. And it's like God. TJ like,
1: Maxx is right next door, by the way. We're in a yeah. strip mall of places that have yeah, why bathrooms. Why would you go to the
0: small place? That you know may or may not have a bathroom instead of the place that you know does have a bathroom, or either of the two gas stations you passed on the way. Like, I know they're not clean, but your kid's gonna shit either way.
1: There's also a movie theater across the street which has 18 bathrooms. Yeah. What was funny is he comes
2: in, I didn't even get to say a word. DJ immediately came to my defense, and was like, Well, he is correct. Like, he explained it. We share a bathroom with Oric and the nail salon next door, we don't have our own. Yeah. And his response was, Oh, so you're gonna defend him? And it's like, and then you, he pulled, he pulled, he, he pulled my favorite line. I spend so much money here and this is how you treat me.
1: Never seen him before. Had you?
2: Oh, what made it better? Saw that motherfucker again. I, Cause after he pretty much said like, I'm getting you fired type shit, you know, whatever like. He's like, it's like, you better, better be looking for a new job, buddy type shit. And I like turn a DJ. This is like, a GameStop yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> I just, I turn a DJ and I'm like, DJ, are you going to fire me? Because I didn't let the <coughs> kid shit his pants. He goes, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then fun fact. Black Friday rolls around. look who comes back into gamestop, and there I am being really obnoxiously nice, like, oh, how are you doing, sir? Oh, it's great happy did you have a happy Thanksgiving? Sorry, we're out of that game. Don't shit your pants. <laughs> God, I wish no I was I was just obnoxiously nice to where this dude was like not looking at me and mumbling
1: oh I had a I had a moment like that where well, it wasn't obnoxiously nice. it was just me being a cunt. <laughs> Which is the complete opposite. But this guy came in and he he was buying like a new game. And this guy was always an asshole in Spring Hill. You'd probably recognize him if you saw him. He's a really skinny dude that always had a pissed off expression. He had a lot of crackheads at Spring Hill. That's true. Spring Hill's a lot of crackheads. But um, he he comes in. He asks for a game. It's a slow day and I'm alone. And um, he was like, "Yeah, I'll take this game." And I was like, "All right, that'll be like sixty-five, fifty-eight, or whatever." He just tosses the money on the counter while looking at his phone. And I was like, okay. So I take his money, get his change out, grab the coins and everything, and then I just go with all the change on the counter. And he does like the surprise Pikachu like reset face. He goes. And then he just takes his change and leaves. And then every day after that, he was really nice to me. Sometimes so, it works. So, yeah, some, sometimes
0: people don't realize they're being dicks,
1: which is unfortunate.
0: Yeah.
2: All it takes is for you to is sometimes just call them out on it. Yeah. Cause like th- sometimes they'll just act like an asshole, and in their head it's like they're they don't expect you to do anything, and if you call them out on their bullshit, they get embarrassed, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't, blah, blah. whatever. Yeah. Cause like that happened, like that happens more often than I like. It sucks, but like just the amount of people who will come in with an attitude.
1: Yeah.
0: I wanted to go back to your thing though. This was not about the Xboxes, mm. but. During the PS5 launch, Oof. we had a similar situation where I got yelled at. Nice. Um, this time it was fucking Brad's fault. So we had it's some like cons- most partners. Brad. We had some customer who had gotten a. Uh, uh,
1: Every district manager at GameStop is a fucking asshole. By the way,
2: Brad. Brad was no. Brad was the most like.
1: He's uh, just a pussy.
2: Yeah. Well, and I remember whenever I was like, because he was. T- we were talking about like games or whatever, and I was just like, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I don't really like because he, he's like oh you're not getting a lot of pre-orders for Call of Duty and I'm just like yeah well I just told him like most of the you know people that I check out either already had it pre-ordered or whatever and he's just like well you just gotta sell it just read the read the things on the website do
1: whatever I love getting yeah. those talks mm-hmm. and then he's, they'll always be like let me show you and then, and you then get them exactly
0: I think he got one at my store and that was his well look at this thing for the rest of the year it was like you got one, Brad.
1: Yeah, if I got one pre-order in a month, you they, would threaten to fire me.
0: They've had the pro for the last 10 years. That's an easy rollover, Brad. You didn't do anything special. This person yeah. just doesn't know how to say no.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, But anyway, so like yeah. the PS5s are coming out, right? Somebody in the first wave had a defect. Cool. Company was going to replace it for him. Nobody told me that was coming out of my store. So I've got 10 people that have their tickets. And then it gets to the point where these guys are like, well, what about mine? And I'm like, I don't know you. And they go, you're supposed to be replacing my console. And so the last person in line, per Brad's order, had to give up their console because this other guy was promised a replacement from Brad. And nobody told me. I would have just given out one less ticket. Problem solved. Yeah. Like, but, <laughs> but instead, instead I had you're in people a people yelling at me. Yeah, where like, you have to fuck asshole. somebody. And, oh, oh, please, oh, let me shit another PlayStation just for you, sir. And it's like, no, I mean... Get one special ordered in. Like, I get that they were limited or whatever, but you set one aside from the shipment. Make sure. Yeah, it's... you're
1: supposed to have a reserve for defects.
0: Yeah, and tell the person who's handling it that it's happening at their store. <laughs> like,
2: it, it it that happened more often than not. Of like, hey, I'm getting this thing brought in for replacement, but no one tells you, and so you're like, I'm here for this, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, yep. and they're like, Well, I was told this, and you're like. And then you look and you're like, I sold the replacement to somebody who bought it that day. And you're like,
1: because there's no communication at all. You got to hope that you maybe catch your manager one day of the week. I will say part of the
0: problem, too, is with so few staff, there would be times where I would have something like that. And all of my regular staff would know. But the person that was supposed to cover would call off. And so I'd have some emergency replacement come in.
1: Yeah, and, the guy know, that works once a month.
0: We're scrambling in the last five minutes to get this person caught up with the other stuff. I forget to tell him that one thing, and it's like okay. And there was no good way of like marking them off. So I mean, I, I put up signs whenever I thought of it, but I'm not the one receiving this stuff most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, you just it, there's too many, too many chickens to to round up sometimes when when nobody wants to pay attention, and and it's not really the regular staff's fault, I don't think. I think if you're gonna do something that way, it should come in clearly marked. Yeah. Hey, this is a replacement.
1: I agree. They that the needs person's to be name on it. Email chains and all that shit about it.
0: There should be at least if they're not gonna mark it, there should be a letter of the box saying, "Hey, this is the one you ordered as the replacement." Mm-hmm. Something along those lines, because that way. If I'm out of town that week or whatever and it got delayed and it comes when I'm not there, the other person is going to stop and think instead of just being, hey, this is regular distro. Did you guys yep. see
2: the new policy for uh, the warranties? No. no. So I, I still follow the GameStop subreddit just because I like seeing the the store.
0: The thing. people that
1: still work at GameStop, I feel so bad for. Yeah. Yep. Like after COVID, it just went so downhill. I did
0: feel bad until they stopped calling me on my pre-orders and now I feel less bad.
1: Yeah, that's I don't true. They
0: it I'm going to go
2: cancel They're time calling time. me now because I made a stink of them selling my Pyro and Mithra Amiibo. They and so sold. now so now they're calling me specifically. Like I cuz Joji, the guy who works there, makes a point to call me about my pre-order stuff. And it's not it's never the like, "Here's the GameStop like run through of thing." He just goes, "Yeah, like hey Modern Warfare is coming out. Yeah. Make your calls." He's it's like, like he's always he's always like, shit's like coming out. he's like, "Yo, dude, uh, your pre-order's are here. Uh just make sure uh you have the 40 hours." I'm like, "Sick. Thanks." That's it, but it's because I made a stink of yo my Pyramithor amiibo's dog. Where are they at?
1: They're on eBay for fifty dollars. Yeah. That's where they fucking are. And that's What
2: happened with my needler? I was yeah, I was, yeah, I was like shit. legitimately pissed about that. You know what makes it worse? I was low key getting them for you because I was like, I don't give a fuck about Xenoblade.
1: Well, that's a sweet thought of you.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, cause I, yeah, I it sucks, and I I'm I'm you know whatever like. I, I mean like, I got them now yeah. so but, it's all
1: good but I but. was
2: like I was like I really don't care about Xenoblade but these would be cool to have and I'm like BJ would like them and I don't know if he's gotten them yet so if it was literally a thing of like if he doesn't cool I have them but if not they're yours 100% because I realistically don't care I do want the No and Mia the One. Though.
1: they're coming out in like two months yeah
2: I'm, and I better get a damn call <laughs> I swear to god <laughs> yeah I, I didn't my, even I, know
1: that the Zelda and Ganon had come out. Nintendo I, didn't post anything about it. And I, got, I, just,
2: I got those thankfully. So I, I have I have my Zelda and Ganon.
1: I went to GameStop with my birthday money to get Pikmin one and two on the Switch and they were just there and I was like, Well shit, let me pick these up too.
2: But uh no the honestly, dude, like anyway the the new policy is uh if if you get a warranty on a new item, they're gonna give you the pre owned of that item. When you when you trade the warranty in.
0: Guess who's not getting the warranties? Everyone.
2: Yep. <laughs> no change. And, and that's the thing. They're not honoring ones that were pre that were pre this deal changing. It's like now like Yeah, every in, time they change something,
1: yeah. everything before that is fucking dead in the yep. water.
2: So yeah, it's no longer honored. So if you come in with an elite controller and they don't have a pre-owned elite controller. Apparently, they can't give you a, a one, even though you have stock of new. It's like no, nah, that's a new one.
1: Do you remember the second tier pro they used to have? Yeah, the, the elite, elite pro. Yeah. And then they were like, "We're not doing that anymore. We're losing too much money." And then they just canceled everybody's memberships. Oh my
0: god, we had some guy who made like two or three thousand dollars every year worth of value off that elite pro, and it was so worth was it. So pissed. Yeah, it, yeah, if you actually bought games, it was totally worth it. It was the best deal in gaming, even better than the Steam Summer Sale, Winter Sale, whatever. Because you just racked it up on absolutely everything yep. you did. Hardware, software, all of it. I mean,
2: like I, I I I was raking in points like nobody's business. Yeah, there
1: were, there were points in time where I would get new releases for absolutely free. Yeah. Just because of all the points that I had. The best buy deal that they had for a while. They had like a pro membership. And their whole thing was, like, if you spend the 20 bucks for a year, you just get, like, 10 bucks off every new game.
0: You know why they don't do that anymore?
1: Because it was losing money, right?
0: No, because Best Buy's new motto in gaming is not as bad as GameStop.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. literally,
0: that's all they are is they're a half step above GameStop. <laughs> <clears throat> They've got better stock and warranties than Walmart, so, I mean, they don't have to compete
1: if if amazon if amazon would change one thing i would never buy a game in a retail store again and it's the fact that they keep sending me fucking pal region games yeah yeah when i order a new release just send me the fucking esrb shit like i have my sister bought me a copy of live Alive for christmas it sticks out like a sore thumb on my shelf because the the european cover um the font is different it's slightly is there, and
2: there's that little green triangle on the bottom corner yeah yeah.
1: it pisses me off to no end and it, now I it, just want to buy a new copy of Live Live
2: it it sucks because like I've, ha- I've not had that problem unless the game has been out for longer than a week I feel like if you pre-order or get the game like immediately it's usually pretty good except for when it's been out long enough that they then will go okay just get stuff from the UK it's cheaper I guess
1: and I hate that because I hate having to like scrutinize I just want to buy a goddamn game yeah
0: the main reason I haven't bought from them is because there's like when I would have bought from them they were not meeting street dates they were like you would get it like three days later yeah that is another big problem problem. I I guess they do that now they can meet street dates now but at this point there's very few games that I don't just get digitally Yeah. and I know that you you still collect a lot of physical stuff Um, I do for games that I really care about but Amazon doesn't I carry mean, the conditions that I want.
1: Even with the Nintendo stuff, I've really cooled it a lot. Like in the last year, the only things that I've really bought are first party stuff and limited run stuff. And limited run. And but limited, limited run, run
0: does it right. I mean, you got to wait forever, but it's it's a quality.
1: Yeah, market. and I I always know that once I buy it, I've my purchase is immediately verified because it's going to go up twice as much in yep. the resale market.
0: Yeah, like Limited Run, I totally understand. I, I I will never shame anyone for getting that, but for a lot of other games, it's just hard to keep up with the the physical demand because there's spe- like especially like you like you're like oh I want to collect all the Switch games. There's so much shovelware even before the console's done. I mean, how do you keep up? And and even like the good quality games, a lot of it is just half-assed ports or remakes. Yeah and now they're doing the thing where they're just putting codes in boxes and that's it's like why
1: that that's another thing i wanted to talk about with gamestop around christmas time you get a shitload of people coming in saying i want to buy fortnite Mm -hmm. and that that's actually one of my favorite things that fortnite ever did was start selling skin packs in game cases yep because i could be like here's fortnite yep bada boom and then i i get praised for selling this stupid fucking code in a box i
2: have a i have a disc of fortnite uh from when it was like the save thing. the world yeah and I it's i do too i because I, well because we couldn't take them in trade because <coughs> wasn't it literally a one-time use disc
1: i think so yeah cause they were because you couldn't take it in trade because mm-hmm, i remember a lot of people used to come in and just be like hey i want to sell fortnite and i'd be like i can't take it and they'd be like all right well i don't want it so i
0: think it was multi-use until they made the switch away from save the world
1: well save the world is still a thing it's just I all mean, part on, of these. Yeah. App now. Yeah. Like when yeah. they
0: when they made the switch to like the battle royale being the focus, I, I think, I think that changed how the disc worked because it, if I remember correctly,
2: battle royale was not on the disc. No, no, I know. All. I what well, I'm saying like in general, yes. In but like, but it was I'm I'm later. saying
0: I I think Oof. I let DJ borrow the disc or vice versa. Mm. I, I think you could do that up until a certain point and then it locked it out, and it was something on their
1: end. Like a like a Steam disc, like when I bought the. Uh, The Fallout Mini Nuke Collection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you could, you get three uses out of the discs.
0: Maybe something like, maybe that's what it was, and I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure, I either used DJ's disc or he used mine when it first came out, because we were we were totally excited for this this hip new uh, tower defense Fortnite. I mean, it looked really cool.
2: And then all of a sudden, it became the biggest battle royale in the world.
0: Boy, howdy, did I hate it. you know what I actually think it's really cool when it's not with the building but oh yeah we we love we
2: exclusively play Zero Building I just can't get into it yeah
0: did y'all see the thing where like the guy there's like a guy who gets like the highest rank in all three modes every season with one kill or less no no apparently he just has a green skin and he hides in a tree if you do that enough, you can get the highest rank every single time.
2: Well, did you see when they put out the, like, the Valentine's one, like the marble statue? Oh, like yeah, you like, could just, like... You could stand on rocks and just be still, and and people would just not notice you because you look yeah. like a statue, and then you could just knock them out real easy.
0: This guy, like, has a work-from-home job, and he literally just queues into matches between doing shit at home, and that's all like, all he's doing is his regular day job on Twitch, and so he's passively farming the Twitch income, he gets his highest rank in all the Fortnights. <laughs> And there's people who, like, literally hate watching because of that. They're like, I bet Fortnite so sends
1: them a bunch of free a, 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 a. shit because of that,
0: too. Oh, I don't. I'd love to see it, but...
2: I I, I honestly... I want to talk about trade-ins a bit, because that was always a nightmare. Oh, well, my God, the, yeah. The problem
0: is you run into, like, the all the other gaming bullshit on top of your regular shitty, like, pawn store people. Like, the people just trying to game the system and, like... What, what do you mean my scratch to hell That's broken half disc ain't worth $28.99. That's
2: the thing is they tried to game the system but GameStop didn't have a system to game. Yeah. Like we didn't like it'd be one thing if we took in like special edition stuff and actually yeah. in a way but if you brought in your like expensive ass Yeah they're ass trying to do book. what people do to
1: McKay's. Yeah
2: you bring in your expensive ass like all oh, this is the premium steelbook perfectly in the thing. We're, we're trading that in for the disc because yep. I, I guarantee you. Yeah, I'm going to throw book? all this shit in the trash. No, That's, that, what,
1: I, that's, that's what I would always
0: tell people.
2: That steel book is going home with one of the employees.
0: Mike wouldn't say that because Mike wanted the steelbooks.
1: I do no, know. Yeah,
2: exactly. He'd be
0: like, oh, well, I can give you this. It would be less without the steelbook.
2: See, he would just straight lie. Yeah,
0: because all he wanted was the steelbook. He yeah. didn't give a shit. I didn't lie. I, I just would.
2: People. I. I. If I, it was a steelbook I wanted, I just rung it up and and just kept going. If it was like I already have that or I don't give a shit, I'd be like, hey, you know, we're not going to take that because I, I I would I take steelbooks. Everyone. I
0: told everyone. I. Was I, like, I.
2: I will fully admit that that the Cool Springs GameStop did not have a single pre-owned steelbook in there because of me. Because so I would I would go through in any trades. I would just I would make new cover art. Put the thing in there And i take Steelbooks home
1: You know what makes me cringe Really hard Is the phrase It didn't come with an HDMI cord Oh I hate that shit so Every time I hear that now It's like You know when you hear Someone's phone ring And it's like Your wake up alarm Yep And it just like Shocks you That's the feeling I get When I hear It didn't come with an HDMI cord it's, It's, It's
0: like buddy It also came with the box And not from Goodwill It's like I mean I Sure, I mean, maybe you bought yours without an HDMI cable, but if you buy it new, it's got the HDMI cable. We People would get so
1: pissed off at me over this $2 fucking cord.
2: Dude, no, the worst is when you didn't have the $2 <clears> cords, <throat> and your only option was it's this, like... the like, $15 yeah. nice one. And so you're literally, like, and you're literally like, this is the option, or you can go get me the HDMI cord from home. Yep.
1: People that wanted to yell, I would just scan in that $15 and be like, alright, your price is, you're gonna get this back like I would not even fucking tell them about the HDMI cuz fuck you. Well, I would
0: yeah. do the same thing but I would tell them. I mean, I'd be like, look, I the only option I have is to order another one and it's only going to come this way when I order it. And then they did the fucking trade kit thing. Were you guys there for that?
1: Trade kit. So uh, you maybe. had
0: this like toolbox underneath your register of a bunch of extra HDMI oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, I remember that. And it would be cheaper, cheaper than normal. It was, and, and but it was the only problem is to work with trades. But they never restocked them. Exactly. Never. After the yeah. first time, <laughs> we that box out. just
1: sat under the register empty forever.
0: I think they either just totally underestimated how much of that shit we went through. They're like, oh, wow, these stores, they, people really like buying HDMI cables. This is a hot seller. No, bitch, they're all going to trade ins.
1: Exactly. <laughs> every, and then every, they every single send one of those HDMI cords for six months, but they send me 25 fucking prize eggs.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I do. no. Or the doors for the Wii. Yeah, Even those, after we stop taking them in, we get doors for the weed. Some, like,
2: somehow, I had more of the Xbox One power bricks, yeah, than yeah, yeah. HDMI cords that were like universal. Those
1: those Xbox One power bricks were like fucking gold.
0: Well, the the right model was yeah. There was like one model that we had a million of, and then like the I think it was like the E model or whatever you would never get.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is the one that most people needed. Yeah. With, well, like, the latest generation yeah. that they came out with. Yeah. It sucks, too. Dude, dude. trade-ins were, were the worst because especially when it's, like... And I got to the point where, like, there, where I was just, like, if I saw something that I knew was, like, this is going to be a problem, I would just tell them, hey, before I rung anything, yeah. and I'm, like, hey, this is going to be an issue, do you have this, or is this, like, whatever, and I would just get it out the way now before I started ringing shit up and, and putting stuff on the on the thing.
0: That was also, like, the bane of my existence as a manager, Because whenever we had new people come on, they always wanted them to start on weekends because it's like, oh, you've already got the hours for three people. And it's like, that's not how training works, but okay, Um, So they'd be starting on this and they'd be starting on all the trade ins and I would go through the trade ins with them as much as we could. But then, of course, you always got busy. And so if they ever got stuck doing a trade in, even if they knew kind of how to do things you're always gonna miss something there's one new. step they always missed and it ruins the whole trade <laughs> like they i mean i have people they're like they miss the controller or whatever because we'd have some controller out for testing something else and they'd use that for testing the console and then they wouldn't even look at the controller that was being traded in and it's missing six buttons and it's like okay well now this whole console is bunk because i don't have a controller for it and there's not another one i can order in it's like
2: the, I think, right, yeah, no, dude, trade ins for that were always like console trade ins sucked because not, I would say, like, eight out of ten was a problem. Did you and, ever get a roach console? Uh, no, thank god. I, I did, did, I did get a, roach. I got a Wii
1: that seemed like it was pulled out of a pile of cow dung. I Ugh. like the Wii Remote itself was like caked in brown. shit.
0: I got a secret roach console.
1: My, what does that mean?
0: This dude actually cleaned up the outside. And we took it on trade, and we got through the whole process. And then I set it on the back counter to finish doing other stuff. I turn around, and there's roaches climbing out of it. Dude's been gone for 20 minutes. It's like, oh,
1: my God. I ro- had game cases that had roaches in them. Yeah. Just so no, like regular that. CD cases and shit. Uh,
2: this dude tried wanted to trade in God of War for me on the PS4. I opened the di- the, the case right there on the disc was this fucking huge roach, and I slammed it shut. And I'm like, Said nope. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I just went, I cannot take that. And he's like, why? There's a roach in there. He goes, oh, um, my bad. Walks outside, dumps it on the floor out, like on the road, and comes back in and says, all right, here you go. And I was like, I'm not touching that thing. I told him straight up, I'm like, I'm not taking that in trade at all. I'm sorry. There was a roach on it. And the dude couldn't really get pissed at me because there was a roach on the fucking disc. He's like, he's like, well, if, if I clean it, like, I'm not taking this, man. He's like, all right, well. Thanks I guess And then you walked out
1: I had a guy um, He ca- A lot of the time Console trades Just were never worth it At all But this one guy Comes in with a Primo DS light Like it looked like It had never been played The charge cord Was still wrapped up And everything Had the GBA cover And the original stylus And everything That like powder blue color Immaculate He comes in I'm like oh my god This thing is perfect Scan it in Test it and everything Trade comes back, $12. Mm. But it was, wait, no, I'm misremembering because he didn't have the Charger. And I was like, the Charger itself is $15. So you would really just be giving me $3. And he was like, do you want the DS? And I was like, I mean, shit, I'll take it if you don't want it. But I'm just trying to tell you, like, I can't take it without a Charger. And he was like, all right, it's yours. And then he just left. And I still have that DS. Nice, But... It just it but sucks I mean, for a him. That's a shit
0: part of the system because even even when they were trading him for that much, we were selling them for forty bucks. Yeah, And yeah. You know what they're selling for in Japan today?
1: A fucking lot more, right? Eighty to
0: one hundred twenty bucks, depending on the quality.
1: And three DSs don't even get me fucking started on what those are running. Yeah.
2: Honestly, no. Mm. The the one that I wish that I it never came in when I worked there. But if I, if I ever got a new three DS, not the XL, that original style with like the swappable faceplates. If one of those ever came in, I would have bought that outright.
1: Oh dude, they were Black Friday deals yeah. for like 3 years in a row and they I,
2: I wish that I would have gotten one cuz I actually to me that's like the perfect size. Like I don't like the XLs as much. The 2DS XL I think is it, it's too plasticky and flimsy. If I
1: could change the hinge on it, it would be perfect. Yeah. My buddy John recently got a new 3DS XL and I was like, "Bring it in, let me let me see it cuz we work together." And um I was holding it and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like the Cadillac of DSs." And I remember back at Spring Hill, we had the Metroid Edition mm. new 3DS XL with, like, Samus on the cover, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna buy that shit. And the week that I finally had enough money, it was gone, and now it's, like, $900 on eBay. <laughs> nah,
2: no, dude, trade it. Honestly, the the worst, too, is the, the person who comes in, like, when you see a, a, a mom and their son, and one of them's carrying either a, a trash bag or a box, and you're like, fuck. Yep. And you already you're and it's rich. full of
1: Skylanders. Yeah. Oh my gosh, oh
2: dude. My and they said they're like, I need to trade. i like, I can't take a single one of those. They're like, really? Uh, to be fair though, we I don't know if y'all did this, but I would just tell them about McKay's at that point. That yeah, yeah. that, oh, yeah. that always. was always the go to. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anytime we couldn't take something, I'd be like, go to McKay's.
2: Yeah, I I would just tell him that. Same with like like this dude came in with a uh, Assassin's Creed Unity Collector's Edition, virtually unopened. Like, the game had been used, but the statue apparently was, like, still in the box, tape and everything. And I literally told the dude, I was like, "I, dude, I'm only going to take the disc. I was like, literally, I we don't take any of the rest of the stuff. And I, I looked him dead in the face, like, please take this in the case. I, I will, like, cause it, do you want the statue? He's like, I don't really need the statue. I was like, I can't give you anything I bet it. that's
1: what happened with Matt's. Uh, Matt has the Metal Gear Solid 5 collector's edition in there. But the only thing is, it doesn't have the actual game disc. I bet someone took the game disc and traded in at GameStop and just sold that on eBay because it it still has the SteelBook <clears throat> and the special features disc.
0: You make more doing it that way anyway.
2: Yeah, and I dude, I I, I felt bad a lot of times because there's stuff there. I I have a a Devil May Cry Four demo disc that someone Damn. had traded in because and I, we didn't take it. I told them I. It took every ounce of me not to just put that to the side and not tell him but I was like I was like, hey man I can't take this I've got we'll the Final Fantasy
1: 10 yeah. uh, HD collector's edition book and uh, that was in that weird era where Square was like let's put the games in books Final, yeah Final
2: Fantasy 10 World of Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts 1.5 1. 1.5 5.
1: 1. 5 up until like 3 yeah <laughs> but
2: Hon- honestly I like their new deluxe editions where it's like the, the special <laughs> box I like that
1: you get the regular case and yeah. the steel book yeah but, I uh, think
0: that's I don't understand why you wouldn't do that the regular case does doesn't cost them anything yeah mm-hmm. I feel like every company should do
1: that Nintendo doesn't do that anymore
0: even fucking 2k does that the Borderlands game is like that like really? I bought Metro oh, yeah, yeah it was
1: and it's just the steel book yeah
2: do I it kind of sucks they've been doing that because uh Xenoblade 2 is the same way where it was just a steel book
1: yeah which I understand for Xenoblade because it's like you don't expect people to buy that which I understand
2: but I they do it with all their stuff because I have uh, I have three houses and engage no, actions lie. Engage did it. It has this plastic and the case Well that's weird
1: because three houses didn't. Yeah, three houses didn't. <laughs> Engage did. Yeah,
2: because I, I have both the I have the plastic case, then the steelbook is just there with it. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? I wish Engage was better than it was, I'm gonna be honest with you. But yeah. uh nah, dude. Trade it I yeah, trade it sucks. Did y'all ever have to do like the phone pitches? Oh yeah. I never did it. Like straight up, like just oh, yeah. didn't do it. Like I, I that a guy was, threatened to kill me?
1: I had people come in and try to pay their phone bills, and I was like, I have no fucking idea how to do that, because they just never taught me how.
0: Well, no, we couldn't do it when you were working there. Oh. You used to be able to, but you couldn't when we were working there. It was just a thing that used to happen. I don't know how long these people went without a phone bill. Uh, Apparently,
1: they, they had to have all just gotten out of prison. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Apparently, uh, I I was I was reading into this. Apparently, you could take DVDs and trade at GameStop when the PS2 was like the yeah. biggest thing. Which is, oh, I would have hated that, because you know somebody just bringing like the just old DVDs they found at Goodwill. It was kind of dope
1: buying like used PSP UMD movies though. No, that was that cool. I that liked.
0: Was like That stuff that Grant and Mike did where they, uh, they fucked up the pricing on what you could get for trade-ins for like a certain cable or I think it was just a, like a micro USB and so they just went and bought a million of them on eBay and traded them all in until they got their accounts flagged
1: Jesus Christ there
2: oh dude I there was so much like when it comes to the trade-ins like this dude brought in his like Game Boy color perfect mint and he had like Crystal, he had Tetris, like he had all these games.
1: Crystal and, itself is yeah. worth more than and, the Game and, Boy. And
2: I'm like, and I come in after this trade in, and like it was one of the like like SGAs or GAs or whatever. And he's like, yeah, dude, traded this in. It was very sad about it, but he he needed rent money, and I was like, fuck, dude, and like it sucks because then because then and this is before because now apparently they're willing to sell retro shit in the stores again. But this yeah is a,
1: now yeah. after they they yeah. don't have any more income to, yeah
0: i mean i kind of get why they didn't like it's got to be kind of a nightmare for like anyone higher up to be like okay we're gonna let these idiots try and judge the quality of something that they never even played on themselves because it's like older than them and it's like i i totally get it but i feel like there should be like a designated like trade center Like, they they should be the people who know their shit. There's one in each city. You got to go a little bit out of your way, but you're trading in your console anyway.
1: And then they would have the best... Yeah. Just make a retro store for every city, and that would have been...
0: And then they can grade things on quality or whatever. They can be like, okay, well, this one is legitimately, like, mint, so this is going to go for a little bit higher quality. Give them, like, like one toolkit
1: to check cartridges.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I still think, like because anything that we got traded in that was like classic we just defected <laughs> yep
0: and sent to
1: the warehouse and they speaking dealt. of well, and
0: they did the same thing there and I mean that's fine but it's like a lot of bullshit the
1: uh this this isn't a problem with GameStop as a whole but more with one specific employee but one day at the mall it was when Smash Ultimate was coming out and Kayla was still the manager mm-hmm. um <laughs> the only thing you need to know about Kayla is she named her daughter Khaleesi and uh <laughs> That'll give you a good idea of what kind of person this is.
2: She she's the type who got so into Game of Thrones. And did she ever did she hate season eight? I, I don't, don't know. know. I didn't she talk was still to
0: doing that bitch. Her hair like Daenerys when season eight came out. Yeah well, yeah well
1: anyway, uh, she was like, oh we're gonna do a Smash tournament at the mall, and whoever wins gets a free copy of the game. Like she was putting money down on it, and I was like, oh that's cool. And on the Facebook thing she created for it, she was like, we're playing Smash Four on the Wii U. So I was like, all right, I got a fucking chance here. I can do this shit. I roll up. As I'm going there, I get another notification that's like, oh, by the way, we changed it to Brawl. I'm like, okay, well, as long as I don't get matched up with a Sonic or a Meta Knight, I might be okay. Get there, and she's like, we actually had a copy of Melee traded in today, so we're all going to be playing that. And At that point, I was like, why am I even here? I'm going to get fucked in the ass. So I lost on the first round and just went home.
2: (laughs) The only only thing I remember about that, because I think Smash Ultimate was before I worked there and that because that was the night of the game awards and i came in to annoy joey specifically because god of war beat red dead at the game awards and i came in to pick up smash bros specifically for that well because we we had like argued about which was the better game god of war red dead and it was it was all playful I mean, bullshit I mean, yeah okay. but like i came in because i i had bought like a god of war hat and a t-shirt like a week ago just to be an asshole to you
0: you're just like the fucking guy like
1: woo, yeah woo. Yeah. yeah the guy <laughs> like, that wins third place, third place. <laughs> <laughs> <got the> champagne. <laughs> that's him to a t <laughs> oh but I, I
2: oh my gosh <laughs> I come in in a God of war t shirt and the God of War hat and I'm just and I was being obnoxious because I'm like, Hey yo, game of the year winner, here we go. Fuck cowboys, all this shit. And you're just kinda like, Hey Luke, how you doing? And I just like I
0: guarantee you I was not that invested. Like. No, you
2: weren't. You weren't, but I thought I thought it was funny. And I and I like slammed my hand down, I was like, Give me Smash Ultimate. I want that pro controller too. Like I was just being I was like, Yeah. And you you were just kinda like, okay.
1: Speaking of invested, I've never seen anyone more invested in anything than when I used to play Overwatch with Joey. What do
0: you mean by that?
1: You used to get get, so pissed off at me.
0: I get tilted. No, not at you. Here's the the thing. Part of the problem is that you you, you take everything like personally when I'm just like... (laughs) It's more like. You make
1: it sound so personal, though. Look, I, I would be like, oh, the whole team's right ahead of me, and I'm halfway to point, and they're all dead. Joey will get on mic and be like, BJ, get back here. What the fuck are you doing? Get back here now.
0: I don't remember that.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. I mean, like, Joey has a very, very good memory he's when very it comes selective to yeah, with it, though. He, it's a great memory. He, he has great <laughs> memories that benefit Joey. <laughs>
2: All, all okay, things that the, put him in a good light, he's, he remembers all that. The second it's slightly negative, I don't remember that one. No, I don't know about that. No,
0: no, I'm, I'm a piece of shit. I, I'll, I'll admit <laughs> that. I, I'm not trying to put myself in a good light. Well,
1: don't boogie2988 eight eight yourself.
0: I don't know what that means.
1: You'll get it later. Oh, oh, I'll show you Oh, wait, the oh, that's that
0: guy. Oh, yeah. He's like a pedophile or something? No, but he spins <laughs> no, but I mean, basically. He kind of is. like. Probably. She's like, she's but I mean, like the self degrading, yeah, like, anyway. just depressing uh, no, to talk to. Uh, but what I'm saying is, like, I recognize that I get tilted in Overwatch, but at the same time, what I'm trying to say is it really wasn't like personal part personal. In the moment, I may have been mad at the thing that I perceived <laughs> the thing you that as you doing. were doing. Like I may have been like, okay, the person who is playing this specific character is an idiot and should kill themselves, but that wasn't directed at you,
1: <laughs> except when it was.
0: No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, he, no, no, he legitimately. He's, no. he's looking. He's like,
2: who's playing Reaper? BJ? Le- hey, bj though
0: it's it's so like for me it's so transient and i recognize this because i started playing overwatch again it's a problem um that, also side that, note that is a there problem. is no bigger hell than trying to climb as a healer because if you are a good healer and the healer on the other team is good and no one else is good do you know what you get no kills yeah, both teams are just shooting at each other and missing, and nobody dies ever because the healers are good. <laughs> so anyway, um,
1: I remember those.
0: So I've been, I, I've been, I've been playing, and I get tilted, and this is probably
1: that's the thing the about the only Overwatch. other game
0: that's really tilted me is 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 Destiny when I'm playing like multiplayer on there. So like I'm, I'm usually pretty good about not getting super tilted at games, and I think that's kind of where like this comes from is like I I'm not. Prone to being that kind of tilted, but that was the game that tilted me. So I understand yeah. it being like annoying for you, but I really want to drive home that it was not personal. <laughs> Whatever happened, I forgot about it as soon as the match was over. I'm not I mad didn't. at you. <laughs> I, well, I'm sorry. I don't mean that. I'm uh, not.
1: <sighs> another thing about Overwatch that I remember, and this is one thing that you two both have in common oh, when boy. you're both wearing over the ear headsets and you're really into a game. You both get that mouth breathing like
0: Part of it too is like I'll like have an ear itch And like I'll go like that And it pushes the mic towards my mouth And then I'm fucking like Eating the mic And I don't realize it Because I'm in the middle of the match
1: I remember playing while high a couple times And I'd just be like eating chips Like on mic without muting And everybody would be like Who the fuck is eating those chips
0: Well you know what was worse about it Was Devaney Yeah Devaney was like both those things, like, and very, then like,
1: every <laughs> night at like 11 o'clock, her power would go out,
0: and it was just like, I mean, I it didn't bother me until it did. I, <laughs> and then see, I would what, try to be what nice. What sucks it. is it's
2: not mouth breathing for me, it's literally just I'm fat, and then, well, yeah, like, oh, my, yeah, yeah. Fat. and then, totally and then, fat. like, I'm i just was like, for whatever reason, like, my room gets like stuffy or something, and like, one of my noses stops up, so it's literally all the air coming out of
1: one it's like, what are your noses? Yeah,
0: one of those. I mean, legitimately, the, yeah. for me the thing is, is like I'm I'm always fat. I keep the room pretty cool. Like I I, try, I do the things to mitigate. Right, you got to keep the meats I'm not, cold. I'm not wearing a lot of clothes. The room is cool, but then all of a I'm sudden, in the then, All of a sudden, the game gets heated, and so do I. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say,
2: bro, I could be buck ass naked in yeah. that chair, and I'm gonna start sweating like a motherfucker in yeah, like the yeah, that's like, the
1: Like, it's like, fuck. Yeah, move, ever... Joe rat. <laughs> You guys ever sit naked On like a pleather chair No Yes And I don't want to it, It's bad It's bad it's, I'm, I like, assume it sticks wet. to everything under, under certain conditions Your nuts will get stuck And then you'll have to Pry them off
0: See I, I had that happen When I used to play soccer And the shorts were too short
1: Oh Just to get stuck to the bench
0: It was, was in the car
1: <laughs> what did they get stuck to the leather, seats, seat. the leather oh, seats I thought you meant yeah. they just got like lost in between no, the seats no and
0: like well, no like and I
1: yeah hold no. on
0: well no and I, I just wouldn't realize what was going on until I went to stand up and all of a sudden it's like it's like mama.
1: <laughs> do you remember that night that <laughs> we were all really drunk and we decided to play smash and I made Devaney cry that was a good night. <laughs> I remember the night we were
2: playing Halo. You, me, Matt, in a you threw up in t- your bed that I night. Threw up in my bed. Oh, no. It
1: was well. I got, we were we were all getting drunk because it turned into. Um, it was like oh, we're gonna take a shot after every match, and we played a couple matches, and then it got to the point where it was like oh, just take a shot all the time, <laughs> every time. Well, no matter it, what you do, I, I had every a, time you die, take a shot. Every time you load a game, take a shot. Yeah, it, every <laughs> time you shoot, take a shot.
2: Well, there, there, it was funny because there was like a good like three match window, where we were all drunk enough that we were really
0: good. Yeah, and like, we were having a good oh, time. yeah, I love that sweet yeah, spot where that, you're like one or two beers in and you're like just. You can see the matrix. Zenning. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh my
1: God. No, that's the best people I've don't played. Understand. I. That there, is it's the, that drunken master shit. There yeah. are
0: people that don't. Get to that point though, and it just—it's like so sad. It's like how do you even live your life? Do you like, know what
1: the absolute best thing to do in that state is? What? And I'm not kidding—is drive. No, thank you. I love. Never mind.
2: <laughs> don't incriminate yourself with this podcast. I've
1: never done anything Matt, wrong. Matt, edit pass. this out.
2: Matt, edit this out. Matt, oh, oh,
1: wait, don't oh. do it. Demonetize. Demonetize. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, censor that. I was wondering what that noise was on the couch. It was you Yeah, scooted. just put a big dick over that gun. You scooted and the gat fell. <laughs> the gat.
2: No, that was one of the most fun gaming experiences I've had because we were we were gone. Like, Matt sent that video of him shirtless. And then you sent that video
1: of you falling over yeah, in the bathroom. I, I,
2: I, was, I was fucked. And then, like, I was in the bathroom for so long that I came back and put the headset on. I was like, y'all still here? No one was on the party chat. Yeah, and we thought like, you,
1: like, fell asleep.
2: No, I was literally on the floor of the bathroom, like laughing my ass off because I was like just fucking gone. And then I I went to bed and yeah, threw up in my bed because I, I woke up and like, oh, it smells bad. And then like, I just got up and went on with my day because I didn't see it. And then I come back in and I just see the fucking spot. I'm like, Oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah. It was all thankfully. It was all like liquid. So like, because I had like That's nothing better. to eat. Yeah, because it, well, it was easy to clean.
1: I threw up a it bunch just of It soaked into your bed.
2: I mean to be fair, I I spray like my mom has all those like super organic like whatever the fuck healing properties cleaning stuff oh, crystals yeah basically you put the crystals uh, in your bed yeah put the crystals
1: good. in tap water
2: yeah and then you spray the bottle yeah no but I I, I cleaned my bed thank God like and I I, I thankfully I, and I I hope I was just like I spent the rest of the day acting like sick or like that I had food poisoning or something because I was just like oh mom I threw up I don't know what I, was I had do. actual
1: alcohol poisoning yeah. one night and I was like eighteen and i had to call my dad to come pick me up and i was like dad i think uh dustin undercooked the burgers and then he comes and like i open the door to his truck and i have to like claw my way inside cuz you have to step up on the thing and i was way too drunk for that <laughs> and i like clawed up onto the seat like i was getting out of a pool and then i just like laid in the seat and then we got home and i fell asleep on the couch and then my mom was like you got really fucked up, didn't you? And I, I was still drunk at that point. And I was like, no, it was a bad burger.
2: <laughs> Just drunk BJ. But no, it's a burger, I swear.
1: It's a bad burger. <laughs> what do you want your episode to be called, Joey?
0: Mm, Stick it out your gat for the Rizzler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was going to suggest Skibbity Joe Lit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stick it out your gap for
2: the Rizzler. Uh, this is This is definitely one of the episodes of all time, huh?
1: Yeah. Anything else Undeniably. you want you want to
2: talk about here at the tail end or
1: anything you want to promote, Joey? Me to promote.
0: Um yeah, check out my Twitch channel, everything bird must feed everywhere, Twitch, Twitter, yeah, check it out. Come on. Is Let's that see real? Y'all there. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no.
2: Would you would you vote for the game awards? Uh,
0: yeah, I voted uh, Baldur's Gate for Game of the Year because I really, 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 really want to stick it to the AAA studios right now. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I really don't I, don't. I mean, maybe, maybe Zelda was the only other one that I feel like was an actual contender. Comp- I did Zelda for uh, the options. action adventure. Yeah, I think I put them for action adventure. Um, I don't remember what I put for every category, but... I,
2: I know I put... Even though I know Baldur's Gate's going to get it, I put yeah. Final Fantasy for RPG just because I wanted to get something. And then Ben Starr for voice actor. And then I think... I know, we, I know for racing, we all put Forza. Out. Or did you put Forza? Or did you put...
0: I didn't put Forza. I put Hot Wheels.
2: We were between oh, yeah. Hot
0: Wheels and Forza.
1: I think we went Forza just
0: because... Hot Wheels my... is legitimately very good. Forza is also good, but it's not doing anything new, I feel. Yeah.
1: That's fair. I think it's just kind of piggybacking on what Horizon did.
0: Yeah, it's not a problem. I mean, I think it's fine to have a solid, like, simulator-not-simulator-hybrid kind of game out there like that. Um, But at the same time, I feel like they shouldn't try and do annual releases in that situation. I agree. I feel like they should just kind of stick with it until there's an actual generational jump. Like, that's kind of what I miss with, with a lot of games is seeing, like, I mean, a big leap between with, the new iterations. When a
1: new console came out, buying the first racing game on that console was going to give you the best indication of how things could look.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, to be fair, Forza has always kind of been that, of, like, this is probably the best game it's going to look in terms of first party, like, whatever. Because, I mean... yeah. We talk about this all the time, but when when we saw the release of Forza 4, like, trailer, BJ out loud was like, oh, they took pictures of Mexico. Wow, nice cactus. And then it zooms out to gameplay, and and then it'd be like... Oh fuck! That was that was a that wasn't a real cactus. Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, because Forza has always been like the graphic powerhouse.
0: I have absolutely no problem with Forza. I yeah. just really feel like they should do it more as like a season pass for like new areas. And new I f- cars I feel like
2: that's what they're gonna do for new cars, especially. Yeah. I think that would be well because Forza in the last generation only had Forza Horizon three on the Xbox One, because Forza Horizon one and two were three sixty. Motorsport got. So I think maybe five and six in the entire Xbox One generation. Horizon Three was just only the only one we got, and then Horizon Four is what we just got recently for Series X. So Horizon at least
0: is the longer gap in between because yeah, like that seems game.
1: to be the real benchmark.
0: Yeah, I'm just like not a big racing game person overall, but I feel like they really they've really encompassed what that type of racing game should be, and I'm totally chill with that. Yeah except for the annual releases i feel like it kind of does the game itself a disservice when there's not an actual change and they're calling it a new game i
1: just can't get into racing games unless there's like a really big gimmick like well,
0: that's why, i mean that's why i like the hot wheels one like yeah. to me like our arcade style racing is the most fun and so the hot wheels is great
1: what was that one in the arcades where it was literally like speedboats
0: oh uh River Racer? i totally could have told you no hydro thunder
1: Hydro Thunder, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, that get it on the Steam Deck, it's great. Uh, they have it on there. We well, gotta. Well, yeah, you yeah, emulate, emulate it. it but yeah, it's But great. um, when I was filming that Brad Paisley and Keith Urban video, it was in an actual arcade with working machines that they had just modified, where you just press to play. Nice. And I unlocked every boat in Hydro Thunder that nice. day. It was great. It you
0: know was another great one. Both console and in the arcade was the Pod Racing.
1: Oh yeah, I Pod yeah. Would yeah. Racing.
0: Love to see a Star new Wars
2: pod One racing. Racer. Yeah. yeah.
1: I used to miss that machine, like the one the thing you have in the, the movie coolest. theater. Oh my god! Have you guys seen, so fucking have dope? Have you
2: guys seen like actually been doing a current arcade and played the Mario Kart? Uh-uh. Uh. In it, I it's, thought it was
1: just Japan. Even, well, where, where
2: would you go for that? These there, days? there's, um, there's two arcades in Nashville. David I think it
1: in Buster No,
2: I wish. No, in, uh, in, in there's so there's one that's like a pinball arcade uh, style kind of place. That one is like. Yeah, whatever it's a bar they're barcades basically so you basically buy drinks oh. that you buy a pass and all the games are free Mario Kart's the one you have to pay for and I'm assuming that's a Nintendo thing so you have to put in yeah, yeah, your yeah. credit card and shit um, it's
0: legitimately super fun I and, believe it I mean yeah I, I like Mario Kart a lot yeah.
1: in Japan they used to have one that was a Sonic racing game but the thing was to control it you had to stand on a treadmill and run oh <laughs> holy and fuck I, I, I remember seeing a picture no of it that one didn't come to
0: America yeah <laughs>
1: If if that game had come to America, me and Luke would be fucking like we'd JoJo Jack right be ripped. now. Ripped, but um, I'd be skinny as shit. <laughs> I remember seeing pictures of it, and each treadmill was a different character, and it just looked like oh, damn, Olympic cool. training spaces or something.
2: That's
0: really cool.
1: I
2: I like I like that. Like I kind of miss. Well, I say I miss. I wasn't part of that era, but like the arcade, like oh, I like, loved it. Oh I my mean,
0: God, shit, that, we, I was too poor to properly enjoy it enjoy it but even as a poor stupid kid we would go to the bowling alley or whatever anything that had an arcade and i would literally just wander around and watch people play because i mean I, I i didn't have the money i couldn't play as a kid yeah. my parents were like don't waste your money on the arcades. we have arcade at home and it's like the we
1: the do both letter. have the same uh memory of going to cc's <laughs> pizza in franklin and playing gauntlet though Yep.
0: oh my god yeah and I was one of the only people that actually utilized the save feature on those, and so I, I had one of the top scores for like a long time on that cabinet. I gotta figure out which version of Gauntlet that is because I wanna play that it's, again.
1: It's Dark Legacy. You can get is the it Dark game. Legacy? It's the GameCube okay. one, because I okay. um I have it on my Wii.
2: I don't think I've played Gauntlet. It's it like
1: Diablo. It's,
0: okay. Yeah, like Diablo with two buttons. Okay. I think my
2: favorite thing, even to this day, because I've been to the arcade a couple times you know, with work friends or with other friends and I honestly some of the best time especially in barcades where you just get a little drunk. And it's that it's that feel where like you get a little drunk or you get a little confident. Smack talking, in Mortal Kombat at a barcade. That that shit hits different. There My was an dad arcade used to
0: take me to the the movie theater. So like it's a church now, but behind I don't even know how to describe it. Anyway, there's, like, this little area behind where the Kroger used to be. It's, like, a ditch, and it was way out of the way, and that's the reason it didn't survive as a a movie theater. But there was a Primal Rage arcade cabinet there, and that was the only one I ever had my parents pay for me to play on. And it was because my dad liked to watch me kick the older kid's ass, (laughs) because I was, like... I don't know, maybe ten or twelve. And there'd be like these like eighteen, twenty, thirty year old dudes lined up there and my dad would just keep feeding quarters and he's like, Kick his ass, Joe
1: <laughs> When uh I remember I went to Gulf Shores with my parents when I was a little kid and we went to some water park and they had a Marvel vs Capcom two cabinet Ooh. and that Ooh. shit was like an imprinted memory in my mind that was the coolest because that's the first time I'd ever seen the game it mm-hmm. blew me away
2: yeah MVC 2 is one of the best fighting games they're bringing it back to
1: time. Evo aren't they
2: uh I, I it was either last Evo or it's gonna be this one where they're they're adding a retro slot where it's going to be a fighting game that is long past uh to like oh show sure. so I think that's gonna be that's gonna be the best chance of getting melee on Evo now. yeah that just but means I,
1: Sega never has to make another virtual fighter yeah
2: well they will or they'll just keep putting 5 into Yeah, it's
1: just going to be 5 ultimate extra 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 extra.
2: But the only but the only time they re-release it is in the next Yakuza game. Yeah. Isn't Sonic the Fighters in uh 8? Or- it's in Gaiden. Gaiden.
1: Yeah. And in uh Lost Judgment, I think. Gets wild. Yeah. That
0: one's hard to emulate too, so I bet they did a standalone version just for that.
1: It runs really well in there.
0: Yeah. All of their all of their arcades run like like
2: I remember there was a while where I was playing that like Mech Fighter in uh, oh, in me um,
1: 2, right? You would know this. It's it's like Armored Core but you have Macross? No. It it's a it's like it's a the fighting old game. Sega one. Um,
0: it's
2: it's a one, it's you versus another mech and it, it was the most ugly. something slide. Jeez, I don't know. It 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 is it is one of the most infuriating mech games I've ever played in my life and I I played it so long that i forgot i was playing yakuza for a while so when i hit the home button on my xbox I was like oh fuck right i'm playing
0: yakuza shit but i mean i beat i wish
1: sonic the fighters in
0: do you ever Garden. play the the gamecube animal crossing yeah i have love not. that game you know how you you can play the older nintendo games in there
1: yeah that was a good little collection feature i
0: wish they would bring that back but you know why they don't because stupid Cause... nintendo it's the same policy around their virtual arcade i there's been that like rumor for a while where Microsoft wants to buy Nintendo, and I know it's never gonna happen, but I legitimately I mean they tried. hope it does, just for that kind of thing. I want Nintendo to get their shit together about Melee at Evo, at anywhere. I want Nintendo to get their shit together about their older game library. And then I want them to get their shit together about Pokemon.
1: <laughs> I want them to just stop being so fucking uptight and let me yeah. play the goddamn games.
0: Yeah. The, the
2: problem is that Nintendo is quite literally in a position where...
1: Virtual On.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, the one we See, we're I don't even think about. of those as mechs, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like... yeah, but yeah. It's like Oh, a yeah, fight. I yeah. love Virtual On. I played that on the... There was... Virtua on Ontario, Tangram, or something like that—that that I played on the Dreamcast all the time. I love that one, dude.
2: dude it was so cool. The dream, could, like, the Dreamcast, shit. Yeah, the Dreamcast is low key one of the like most underrated gaming Super systems. Super underrated. It yeah. like what it did. People was... are still
1: making Dreamcast games.
2: Yep,
0: which is wild.
2: I I, I want to get a Dreamcast, like actually, and try to like start collecting.
1: Like, it's easier customers. to get them now than ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can
0: import them pretty easy. They're I, I don't aren't they region, if they're aren't they easy region free. Or no, they, re- they are reading. Uh, I mean, remember.
1: Th- there's a a really easy is it hardware like the, mod.
0: Is it like the Nintendo where you gotta solder in a switch, like uh, the GameCube was?
1: I I know. I don't know actually.
0: I have to look into that. But even
1: if even if that's the case, you can just download a version for yeah. the system that you have and just put it on any disc that you might have. Yeah, yeah. But um, I saw a, a software or a hardware mod for Dreamcast where you can just take the disc drive out and put in an SD reader. Oh, okay. That's
2: and cool. yeah, yeah. I I would love to just have like, cause I'm gonna be, I, yeah like, I obviously we've gotten Yakuza now, but like I honestly kind of want to play OG Shenmue just on a Dreamcast. Yeah. And for that like authentic I experience. It. I want to play Sonic Adventure. I want to play Adventure Two. I want to
0: actually. Play those are costumes
1: better, that you can't get on the GameCube ones, I think.
0: But they're better on the GameCube ones. No, uh, no, Adventure One is not. May, oh, okay. Well, I I still sure think is, it is
1: just because of that's the one that I played.
2: Well, I'm saying that I'm in in terms like
1: I'm talking what, about
2: the
0: gameplay. Like it's like smoothed out and well, so Adventure things, Two, hundred yeah. percent.
2: Adventure One, for whatever reason, when when porting it and making whatever, there there was more bugs and glitches that came about. Gotcha. In the process, that like like there's a small it's small things, but like there's like a lot of turns where Sonic will clip through the wall in the GameCube version, where he'll just, like, smooth run across a thing because it's it's just how the GameCube hardware was. They couldn't get it. Adventure 2 runs, like, a dream on the GameCube, but Adventure 1 has bugs and glitches that were not on the Dreamcast version that are on the GameCube one, which is... And, and their character models look a little better on the Dreamcast one because they're, they're a little more, like, pudgy there, whereas they're, like, that shiny, glossy, like... Yeah, they don't fit angular, in with their... But yeah.
0: Like, in a good way
1: yeah the, they're they feel more expressive in the Dreamcast version
0: aren't there like Chows you can't get on the GameCube version as well mm-hmm. well cause you have to
1: have that Chow game thing on the, on the VM- Game, game and Boy Android on the Game card. Boy I told Matt about that recently he didn't know that the VMU existed
2: yeah oh, and then it. the VMU was, was the way to do Chow stuff realistically in the original games yeah and then you had to have a Game Boy with the Chow game to... I think
0: still got three or four VMUs
2: that's that again such a wild
0: crazy idea
1: and it it was fucking cool.
0: It was really cool. Yeah. Oh my god! At the time, because because so it was basically it was a pain like a in little, the ass yeah. Because they were oh, expensive, yeah. yeah. And that was your memory card, and you had to like you had they had to sit in the controller. You had these two slots, and your controller was heavy as shit if you had two of them in there.
1: I love the way that controller feels though. We on our controller episode, we were talking about the Dreamcast. It looks uncomfortable as shit, but when you actually hold it, the only the feels awesome. only
2: downside bit, yeah. is the stick is like Janky, the cheapest yeah. made plastic. Yeah. Ever. yeah. But it
0: works really well. Yes. At the time, it was, like, fantastic.
2: I mean, shit, if all it takes is me getting a new joystick in there, it's an easy. I guarantee you it's a lot easier of a mod than it probably
1: seems. I mean, you would just have to open yeah. up the casing and take the thing off.
2: And put in a better one that's probably, like, a, a nice rubber, like, or, like, a, a harder... I mean, like, shit, there's plastic. companies that
1: make repro controllers for everything now. You could probably find one that has, like, an upgraded stick that'll do all the same shit.
0: We were we were well, talking. I mean, you could just use like a modern controller and well, yeah. do that if you're wanting to. I
2: I still just like the Dream because yeah, like the yeah. Dreamcast, like yeah, you said does not look like it would fit well. But then you you hold it the way the triggers are, the way the button press, you're like this. feels I got right. to hold it's one of the of Saturn spun.
1: controllers at uh, Multicom, by the way. Which, if if you get a chance next year, I think you should probably check that out. Okay. Because it's sixty bucks for the weekend. I don't know how much a day pass was. What but, kind of con is it? Uh, it's. Everything Technically con. a comic con, but they have like a vendor room the size of MTAX and the gaming room is as big as the vendor room is. Nice. Like they have of uh, three or four rows back to back of pinball machines and then two long rows of arcades. We played House of the Dead and a bunch of other shit. And then uh they have four long rows of tables where on each side is a TV and a console. And just games all the way down. It was amazing. And nobody was playing them. Well, nobody was at the con. But you could just walk up and play whatever you wanted. It was awesome. Nice.
0: Sounds good. They had, like, cosplay and everything?
1: Yeah, they had, like, a cosplay contest. And they had, like, actual payout fighting game tournaments. But I don't think anybody entered them at all. No. Yeah.
0: Do they have, like, like anime screenings and stuff like some of the cons?
1: Uh, no, but they did have some guests... That were interesting. Like Karen Fukuhara was there, from The Boys. Oh, she's the girl. She's well, also I've been, seen a couple episodes. She was
2: in a. She was in a Bullet Train as like the. hostess she's in and Suicide in, Squad. And a, she was Katana in Suicide Squad, and she uh, was in uh, what's the the Dead Space horror, uh, the horror game from the Dead Space devs,
1: uh, Cloister Protocol.
2: She was in Cloister Protocol. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Danny
1: Trejo was there and he made me feel like an asshole. Why? I think I told you that, didn't
0: I? I, I remember you mentioning it, but I don't remember what happened. He, he,
2: he okay, had, well,
1: yeah. we're running a little long here, so let's wrap it up. I'll tell you afterwards because okay, okay, okay. they've already heard this story like three times. My bad. You're good. But uh, thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Thanks for looking at Joey. We love Joey. Uh, uh,
2: if Joey ever wants to come back, he's more than welcome. Like, oh, yeah. Man. We've been, we've been wanting to have you back on for a while. I All think you is it's is me Well, I think the problem is that, like, Tuesday is our day, and normally yeah, I don't think work. you, yeah. Yeah,
1: we know you work during well, the I week.
0: I work a day job. Like, I'm, not, I'm a nine to five Monday through Friday, sometimes we, Saturday.
2: I, we, we, if, if you ever want to, like, if you can find a way where it's like, oh, yeah, Tuesday could work, we can record <laughs> it. It doesn't matter to us if you want to come on. Okay. And then, and yeah, if. if, if it I
1: mean, we're to usually time. hanging out till like, 1 or 2 a.m., so if you yeah. want to come by after work.
2: Yeah, you can just hang even. Like, you're more than welcome to come by.
1: We always do dinner and shit.
2: So. Matt, Matt will chef it up in the kitchen, bro. But fire!
1: Yeah, it makes some really good ramen. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, uh, check out our sponsor, W W G G. Um, they still have some of the cherry blossom flavor from Black Friday. That sale's going on right now. Hit them up, get some shakers, t shirts. Uh, use code it Sleazy at checkout, and uh, as always, take a sleazy.